would I not say someone? <laughs> well, maybe Mammal. Mammal doesn't know well, anything. Remember, Mike, <laughs> if you're going to say it, do it directly into the microphone. <laughs> Mammal doesn't know I'm bisexual, so that might throw a loop there. <laughs> I feel like I knew that. But from like a long time ago. Oh, but it's just in denial. Well, I think a lot of that generation is over a lot of things. I think, I think uh, a, a good portion of the mining or generation. Everybody's parents are in a little bit of denial over oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> over everything. There's a lot. And there's a lot that Mama thinks that she knows. She only knows the surface. The very, very little, little iceberg of it. <laughs> You're going to have to talk louder. <sighs> Alright, so we have Maggie. Not Maggie. <laughs> so introduce yourself. I'm Julie Bettingfield, the cousin that you guys were talking about the last couple podcasts, I think. About being lazy. Yes, Whoa. about being lazy. <laughs> procrastination, is that better? Yeah, procrastination. Julie. And I'm Maggie, and I'm Julie's mom, and Christopher's cousin. Right. And they were nice enough to come today. I'm excited to have you both here. This will be the fourth episode that will be released Thursday after I get some editing done, make sure everything's good in the sound, play with the sound as I can. Uh, but the format is that basically we just talk. Any kind of Anything that you think would be interesting to talk about come up. This is like basically having dinner at La Cabana without the good food. So, like, this is basically just a, a dinner talk. Anything that you're like, you know what? This pisses me off. Let's talk about it. Because that's the kind of stuff that I always thought was interesting. Because I like to play devil's advocate on a lot of stuff. Just because... Whoop, there goes the equipment. <laughs> like, because that it kind of brings the best out of people. Like, a lot of folks have never had their ideas challenged in a reasonable way. And in a way that they could just express themselves as themselves. And be like, well, but why? No, very rarely do people ever ask, well, well why? Why True do you that. feel that way? <laughs> and I mean, a lot of the times for the good or the bad. Sometimes we have preconceived notions about everything that until someone comes across and it's like, well, why do you feel that way? And you're like, I'm not 100% sure why. True. Grew up that way. I, I feel, well, and I think that's a, the big thing is that a lot of people were just raised a certain way with a certain set of morals and a certain standard and then you kind of like you have to ask yourself as an adult why why do I believe this and if you can find a reason why you believe it then that becomes who you are if you can't then it just tumbles into something you have to find your why of why you do things sometimes you never find your why because you because you keep changing <laughs> <sighs> well I mean I do you think it kind of goes into like a cycle? Yes, I do. I very much have. Well, uh, do you think that like the biggest, there's definitely highs and lows through life. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I think that there's a core person that doesn't really change after a certain amount of time. You kind of get set in your ways in a lot of things. Now, there's, there's probably some things you're like, eh, I can drop those habits or pick up new ones or whatever. Everybody's got those. But I feel like there's a certain amount that you can't really stop being that way. 
Although it does change after you become a parent. That's very interesting. What very much what changes. changed whenever you had Miss Julie? Well, I was really young. I mean, I was barely. I hadn't when? even hit twenty one yet. Okay. I found because out I was pregnant with her before I turned twenty one. Yeah, that's that's young. So I mean, and I had just got married. What was the time gap? It so, was pretty. Yeah, so Rosh and I got married in August, and then I found out I was pregnant with her in April, end of April. Okay. Or mid-April. Yeah. That was quick. Yeah. So I turned 21, felt kind of bad because I did 21-year-old toast, and then three days later found out I was seven weeks pregnant. (laughs) You're like, ah, nuts. That was totally my bad. Total my bad. But, I mean, I was still young and 20 and was just finished college and was getting ready to start my career. And then I went sideways and I became a mom and then became a mom again quickly after because she turned one and I was pregnant with Lindsay when she turned one. You don't waste time. I wasn't trying to. Well, there's a certain light stage of events. <laughs> oh, no, but see, I was trying to protect from pregnancy, and God thought that it would be funny to do it the other way. Hey, there's a reason that box says 99.9% <laughs> just because yeah. those really stubborn, you know, sometimes it's just supposed to be. Yep, and they're supposed to be, because after, there's no way, because by 25, my back, I would have been in a wheelchair if I got pregnant again. Really? Mm-hmm. That bad? Yeah. Did you have a previous injury? Did well, like a car accident or something? Car accident came after. That, okay. Because I'm kind of, all right, the, the, the age that gap is just enough to where I remember those events, but it was like, oh, I feel bad for Maggie, and then went on and did my other stuff. <laughs> yeah. So early teens, I found out that I had inherited the family gene of back bad, issues. Bad back, yeah. And then I got this great idea to have a horse. Um, with, yeah, with Aunt Libby, and when we got the horses, they sent the horse with the wrong bit for its mouth. So we were trying to ride and get used to each other, and we were in the round pen, and the bit caught the side of his mouth, and we did a Duncan Bronco little ride there. Mm. And I messed up my hip, and I went to the chiropractor, and she's like, yeah, you have a little more going on than that. So... By the time I hit 24, you're, you're done. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had any corrective surgery for it? Uh, I'm a trying not to. Oh, okay. Cause I don't blame you. Because, I mean, Laura and Steve have both had it and are both It doesn't seem like it's helped much. I know, that, I know that it's come a long way, especially whenever Steve got hit. That was early 2000s. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just, one of the guys the, from my job, he just had, Spinal infusion or something mm-hmm. where they fuse the discs, like three or four of them. These backs were healing fantastic. I'm like, man, I'm glad it worked for you because everybody else that I know that has back problems and had surgery to try and fix it, nothing helped. Yeah, and see, that's where my problem is because mine is the lower back, yeah. and it's also I have a very unique spine. So trying to correct the issue would most likely make it worse because where your spine is supposed to curve underneath for you to sit and do 
mind kicks back out the opposite direction. Uh-huh. So, like, riding a bicycle is out. That's a no-go. Um, I can't ride a horse anymore. can't do roller coasters. I'm surprised so. you can drive as well as you can. Is it just because of the seat itself? Yeah. And if I'm on long rides, I have a special pillow that I sit on to help relieve the pressure. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's, damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I knew about the horses. I knew you fell off, and I knew you had had injuries in the past mm-hmm. where it's just like car accidents and stuff like that. Yep. But very rarely do you ever get into, well, hey, what, what the heck is bugging you? Yeah. You know, it just it doesn't come up in like a natural conversation a whole lot. No, and I don't tend to share things. The older I get, the more I don't share. Well, it's, for me, it's just like I am so sick of people in good nature and good intention telling me what to do whenever yeah. they're not the one that's like, look, I just don't want to deal with it right now. Just just let it go. Yeah. And, 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 and like, and all of a sudden, everyone turns into a doctor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. And, and, and it's like, man, I, I love you for that. I love you. It's helped. I appreciate it. But, man, you are not the qualified expert that I need on the subject. Right. <laughs> like, just because, you know, you squirt some lemon juice on it said, oh, you know, just, just grin and bury it, it'll be all right. I, I can't do it. Like, you know, hey, I've had injuries where I've had to stop whatever I was doing, favor that injury for months. Yeah. And that, that sometimes that wouldn't affect anybody that way. But for me, that's what I had to do in order to not re-injure it just the next time I was doing that activity. Yeah. And it's hard, especially when you come from a big family. Right. And everyone has their thoughts. And uh-huh. how you should handle it. And you're like, you don't, I get it. Yeah. You had it this way. That's cool. Right. But I'm not you. So <laughs> right. stay in your lane. So I've just got where I'm just like, I just got to. Well, and like, there's one thing if it's, oh, hey, what do you think I should do? If I come, hey, Maggie, you know what? I know you've had to deal with this in the past. What have you done? Has there been anything that helped you? And then you give advice. Oh, yeah. That's, That's a totally very cool. different thing besides, very like, different. showing up and being like, can I just complain? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to complain. Yeah, you know, I just want to. Like, I know it's not productive. I get it. It's it's not productive, and it's not something that solves any issue. But sometimes you just need a listening ear to bend. And then, yeah. and then that makes all the difference to where you can just bend somebody's ear, and then that it stops there, and it's like, I'm going to figure it out. I know I will. But it was nice to just. Here's what's pissing me off. Yeah. Venting is good. Venting is a good thing. Yes. It's underrated. Very. And I, th- I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that just think, oh, hey, you know, bitch. And oh, man, if you have a, two or three people that you can be like, people have pissed me off. I've contemplated murder at least three times this week. I need someone to explain why people are idiots. And, and it often at times you're like, oh, I feel so much better. I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, this one comes home just about every day from school about some complaint of some twit in her class or someone that she's just like, I don't understand teenagers. Like you are a teenager. You're 16. You're supposed to understand. <laughs> yeah. I did not understand. Just make uh, sure you talk loud. This is very <laughs> uncomfortable, by the way. I only have that one and another one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You survived. You're 16. You're young. I'm 16. Fell on my face. 
dislocated my back and went the hunchback in the dump for a week. Did you have to have a brace or something? No. No. How did you dislocate your back? Dislocated my back and my shoulder and my jaw. And then I have a scar here where I just didn't sleep. Jeez, that's not a normal fall. No, she, uh, I don't even know how to describe what she did. Other um, than, uh, I slipped on a rock and fell face first into it. But as she's falling forward. That's like Three Stooges level of comedy. How many times did you fall? One. One. Okay. <laughs> one time, but she fell wedged in between two boulders in the river. Uh, uh see, in my brain, it's like rocks. So it's in my driveway. <laughs> and I'm like, how com- how comedically did you happen to fall? I've done that before. I did it in front of the bus. That's embarrassing. If you ever like ran to the bus in a panic, and That's then what just, ah! <laughs> and then I, I've missed that first step on the bus before. It wasn't and, a step; it was a rock. Yeah, a it rock in the, of the bus. Nice. And I walked back inside to grab my bus key because I forgot that too. We should be doing that now. You a don't bus, have your bus key? key? Yeah, you, you can't get scan. on the bus. You have to scan to ride the bus. What? So yeah, I have a lovely story. On my knee from that one incident. So the school thought it would be an easier way to track students and know where students are at in the bus route. So if someone gets on the wrong bus or if there's an issue with parents. They've lost three people so far. And they were on the bus with me, sitting right beside me. And they did not find them. So now they do the scan. You can't get on the bus without Uh, scanning your card. I feel like that is conditioning. To a digital currency age of like, oh well, here's your ID and everything you got to do. You got to scan to go into a bar, scan to go into a restaurant, whatever. I am not looking forward to that at all. No, I'm not. And this one, especially if it's anything like this one, they've all lost theirs and had to get them replaced. Well, I mean, they're kids. I couldn't even keep track of a lunchbox for a year, let alone an ID that I had to have. Like, I, I barely had my Apple White. I remember the numbers, and eventually I just punched them in. Yeah. Hard deal. It was gone within the first three weeks. We had the Wildcat Pride Club. Got this one. Yeah. I just took a picture on it, my goofy ass. <laughs> picture day picture. Well, the goofy smile is probably better than this one. Her learners look like she just went to jail. Well, it, the DMV does that to people. It gets worse. Yeah. See, that's a DMV picture. Yeah, I mean... What's the longest you ever had to wait at a government institution? <laughs> well, that would be probably 24 hours, not longer. I had to do a week and a half of grand jury duty. Ooh, ouch. And that was rough. Because it's like, ouch. I was never involved in civics before, and I'm, I'm, I want to invite Aunt Tammy on just because to get a civics lesson. Because there's so much about it. I'm like, I didn't even know this was how this worked. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know how my own government worked at a local level. No idea. Oh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, Mama's getting ready to retire from the elections office, and it'll take a know. minimum of five years to train her replacement. I have no idea what they're going to do without her. She oh. does the job of four people. Oh, yeah. Well, they're trying to get her to um, stay on the board. Like an and advisor rule? Yes. Uh, and she's like, yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. Like, but no. Serve my 20, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's time to retire. I'm going traveling, and this is all we're doing. Yep, pretty much. <sighs> I, 
different. Like I, I don't, I don't even think retirement's gonna be a thing by the time my kids that age. Probably not. Yeah. I feel like by the time I'm 71, 72, if I'm lucky enough to get there, granted the Pig family genes ain't that great as far as we get to that point. No, it's really not. Especially for the men in the in the bunch. No, it's we not. we get kind of like cracked out about 68, 70. It's about what we got. Yep. Granted, they're a bunch of hard-living dudes. That is very true. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> they lived a hard life. Yeah. Granted, they, uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of factors there. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm like, I've thought about retirement. Like, I have a little bit of, you know, in the system for it. But I've thought about it. I'm like, God, I don't think there's going to be. If I can have a house paid for and have just like a part-time job that feeds me and gets gas in the car i feel like that's the best i'll be able to do is just kind of work two or three days a week yeah it's not looking good retirement is not looking good chick-fil-a is always hiring because we always need i'm a little mad back when i was your age i went i went and asked them for a job never called me back i got a raise of ten dollars nice and that was after i was complaining about the job i walked in and I was like, I hate this job. And then that's my being boss a teenager. Up. Well, you gotta it was like, <laughs> you want a raise? Like more money? Yeah. Yes. Always say yes to more money. Yeah, do that. I worked two to nine that day. Good for good for me. Which is a good thing. Well, she has a spending habit. Well, we were talking before we actually got on. Amazon's the the killer of everything. And then once you have your own money, it's a weird transition between like, hey, mom and dad, can I have this? To, oh, I can have that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And uh, she's running with it. Wait until you get a credit card. No, we're not doing that. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no. No, you look, it's a fact of life. You got to have one. You got to at least have one for just credit. Which, yeah, by true. the way, I hate credit. Credit is stupid. Have I told you my credit story? No. Oh, well. Verizon can go suck a dick. <laughs> what happened? All right, so all right, so I quit my insurance job, right? I, mm-hmm. I didn't quit. I, I worked my last contract, and I just didn't haven't signed another one. They, uh, so I was like, well, I don't need a Verizon phone mm-hmm. anymore because it's expensive. Oh, yeah. And, and while it's worth it on the road because they have great service everywhere, and it was just like automatic bill pay. I didn't have to worry about nothing. It was just taken out every month. No worries. I didn't have to fool with it. Didn't have to go get cards, whatever. I was like, eh, I'm going to go back to straight talk because it's $35 a month for unlimited talk and text and 5 gigabytes. And I'm, I have Wi-Fi everywhere I go. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to save some money, buy my phone, and not spend $160 a month. And so... I went to the store. I said, hey, I, I want you to cancel it. And they're like, all right, canceled it. Boom, done. Nothing. My phone was turned off that day. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, that's done. I don't have to worry about it. Put the phone in the drawer. Never thought another thing about it. I get a call. or I'm, I'm looking online about my credit card one day. I'm just checking about my actual statement. Because I, I pay all that on my phone. And it has a credit-wise, like, report. If there's, like, huge jumps up and down. Mm-hmm. It was cracked for a medical payment. And I'm like, medical? 
I haven't been to the doctor in two years. What's the deal? So I'm like, clicked on it. It's Verizon. How did Verizon get medical? Because it went from, it's under the same context as a communications. Oh. And so okay. technically it's the same code for collections. Okay. And so I call the collections agency. I say, oh, hey, look, I saw this thing pop up. How come nobody called me? No one tried to collect before you tacked my credit score. And they go, sir, we're actually not a collection agency. We're Verizon Wireless's collection service. We're not an agency, so you can't negotiate with us about, like, how much you owe. That's insane. It was, it, it sounded criminal. I, like, I'm like, if I had not been furious about it, I'm like, just take your money. I would rather have T-Mobile than ever go back to Verizon. And T-Mobile doesn't have service here. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I would rather just get a T-Mobile phone and not have any service to get Verizon. And so I paid him. It was like $200. And I'm like, I don't even know how that number makes sense because it's not a month bill. No. So I'm like, I don't know how that worked out, but whatever. Okay. Nobody from Verizon called me. The number hasn't changed. Nothing. And I'm like, why? Like, why do that? Took it down to like 90 points. Oh, it is. 90 points for $200. My, my credit score was an eight. I had worked on that thing that for had almost hurt. 10 years. That had oh, hurt. Oh, it hurt a lot. I was so mad because then uh, one of the credit cards that I have for, I was not working on the road and stuff like that, so it had a large limit, knocked it down to $500. Holy. Because of that. That's insane. And so it rolled everything back. Like my car loan, my interest went up on my car loan, so I just went and paid all that off. That's insane. It went from like 6.5% to almost 13%. That is insane. Yeah, it's, it was, it, I was so angry at all that. Like, you know why I don't have the Toyota anymore? Why? Because I took a loan out being like, I can use the credit, I'll pad it. No big deal. I have the money. I'm just going to use that to pay it off. Mm-hmm. Went up to 13%. And I'm like, no, nah, you're not getting a dime now. Not one. I'm like, yeah. that, that's some bullshit. Uh-huh. Very much yeah. so. And so I was, I was, I've been butthurt. <laughs> like, pretty bad about that for a while. I don't blame you. That would piss me off. Yeah, I was, I was very, very upset. Because it's going to take five years to get that back. Yes, it will. Every every bit of five years. And that's with, I've never missed a payment on a credit card. I've never overdrawn. Nothing. And one Verizon wireless bill. And I'm like, never again. I will I will never give you people my money again. Ouch. And so, and that, and that kind of wraps up that, that little, this is dealing with some nonsense. And that's why you need people to vent to. So uh-huh. that you can yeah. kind of. So you don't just, you know, go postal on some people that have nothing to do with you. Because, like, the lady at the collections agency, I wasn't rude to her. It's not her fault. She just had a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just doing her part of it. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, it's it's kind of that mentality of, like, well, who is to blame for this nonsense? It's some lawyer, I'm sure. Which, oh, yeah. Which I hope you all rot in hell, you scum suckers. <laughs> yeah. Not a job I'd want, no. I, and it, the thing is, the law interest that is an interesting facet of civilization. Oh yeah, you should check out business law. Business law is so fascinating. That sounds like literal hell. 
It's really not. It's quite interesting. Really? Yeah. What got you interested in that? I had to take it in college. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what was your what was your takeaways? Like uh, why why is that interesting? The system is corrupt one hundred percent. It's broken. It's very broken. But what was fascinating is there's so many. We've created a system that there's so many loopholes. Yeah. That it's absolutely it's insane because there's no way that we're still standing because we've screwed ourselves in the foot and we don't even know it yet. It hasn't even sunk in that we have completely screwed ourselves. Don't you have a bit of an ominous feeling? Like the past like three years, ever since COVID hit, two years of that nonsense, the most ridiculous president I've ever seen in my life. And look, I've lived through Republicans and Democrats. I didn't mind Obama. He was the most presidential president we've ever had. That's true. Because I felt like George Bush was a character. Yes, he was. And Trump was just this kind of guy that was a reaction to Obama. Yes. It had nothing to do with him actually being a good political figure. It <laughs> yes. was just this knee-jerk, like, huh! reaction that everybody had. Pretty much. And then, like, this guy comes in, and he's falling off of bikes, groping kids, it's yeah. just absurd. Like, I, if, if you're in another country, we're all laughing, too. Please, help us out. There's something. Something's got to bring. You know, we Americans are struggling over here. Very much so. <laughs> We are struggling. Big time. Like, none of us understand what the hell is going on. Uh-huh. Anybody that I talk to, they might think they know what's going on. It's like, oh, that Democratic whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not him. It's no. the idiots that put him up for the job at 90 yeah. that need to be thrown in jail. Like, what are you thinking? Who thought that Joe Biden would have been a good run? Because he's easy. Because as a president, you're not really running the country. Everyone else is running it and telling you oh, for sure. there's what some, to do. There's some backdoor. He got oh, really yeah. gets, what I've always wondered is if they have a sit-down, like, the first week you're in office, like, after the parade, after that, the first week in the White House, some guys in suits come in. They're like, look, we appreciate you running. Congratulations. Here's all the bad shit that's going on in the world right now. There's a lot of evil. And if you don't let us do our job, you're the one that's going to be killed for it. Oh, yeah. He's the fall guy. That's, oh, yeah. the, that's basically the president's job. He's the face of the country. Yeah. And he's the fall guy. He's the assassination target. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty yeah, much, pretty much. pretty much what, how I feel about it at this point. Because, like, the vice president goes to ball. Like, yep. That's the most stupid job I've ever heard of in my life. Uh-huh. Like, if a president dies, okay, we have another election. That's the deal. Yeah. All the candidates, we call you up for round two. And yeah. then we sort that out again. Emergency elections, you have 90 days. To get it back. And then whoever wins, you serve whatever rest of the term is left. Yep. And then we have another election on that four-year mark. Yes. That, I feel like there is that is the only way. Because, like, a vice president, that's a slimy position for slimy people. Very. And, I, and, like, and this is from someone that, I, like, politically, I feel like people can go in with the best aspirations, trying to make a difference. And I believe someone genuinely do think that they're making a better world. They think they are. They're, they're trying they're to They're not. Well, because I, it gets lost from 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 so far away. Uh, yeah, there's too many hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, there's so much that... 
that, that nobody understands. How could you possibly keep up with all this? It's well, just, the silliest job in the world. Oh, elections are insane. Just with your election part of it. The rules are constantly changing. They're constantly having to have more meetings, more options, more this, because the system is doesn't work. So, like, mom's position, every so many years, there's more training, there's more this. The system has to change here. It's a never-ending because See, the system's I, I broke. I don't understand how it could be a complicated system. It's a popularity contest. That's it. That Them's the rules. Them's the breaks, kids. Yeah. I don't understand how we got so far away from it to not understand that it's basically like, oh, you like what this guy says? You like what this woman represents? Put their name on the ballot. That's your one vote. Too much money got involved. Money and how, power. How would you take the money out of politics? I don't know if you can possibly do it. I feel like if you not could, at this point. I feel like there's a way, but it's gonna. It'd have to be. It would have to be someone that they kind of pulled everyone to get into that position of power, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm gonna turn all of you on your heads." Pretty much. Now it's my turn, and then they they would just strip. All of that away where it's like, now corporations aren't considered as people anymore. That's stupid. You're a corporation. You know, you don't exist without people, so you're not a person. True that. Uh, And then you get into, you know, ah, well, you know, hey, middle class businesses, they probably need some help. Yeah. Big, big corporations with 100,000 employees. Well, you know what? You also probably need some help because... You employ a lot of people. Yeah. I think of, like, Walmart, Target. Like, that's a lot of our first job. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time, it's that retail space where it's, hey, it's not very overly complicated. You don't have to have a specialization, but you can land here. Like, it'll, yeah. you can feed yourself and all that stuff. But even that is getting hard. Like, the livable wage, what? If you're not making 15 minimum. Yeah. It's, hard, it's almost impossible with it gas, oh, insurance. Yeah. And the cost of living. And cost of living. If you rent, you're done. Oh, yeah. Rent. I, I, I don't insane. know how people are doing it. I don't either. I don't understand. It's baffling. It is. I, I don't know. They're, it's all on credit. It has to be. Well, and that's my worry. I'm like, where's the money? Who has the money? I don't understand. I don't understand where it's going, because it, it all funnels up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does. because at a certain point, people will just get richer. Oh yeah. There's no, there's no stopping that. Like past a point, your wealth just kind of explodes. Yeah. Like once your money can make money, you're good to go. You're you're fine. Like there's no no big deal. But I, I uh, as a poor poor bastard <laughs> like i'm real worried about what's coming down the pipe oh yeah we uh, we have some reasons to be a little afraid here america a lot there's uh there's going to be some problems coming down the road and especially within the next depending on you know china oh, yeah. russia if we get into another military conflict Ooh, we're in trouble that's not going to be pretty well i i don't know if the american people will tolerate it yeah, the last we, one was 20 years. We just got out of that one, and we lost. Yeah, we did. I, I don't think people like to hear that, but guys, the Taliban still rule that part of the world. Yeah. We did not win. No, we did not. 
That was and, a loss. A big we, loss. We went in a, under a lot. Yeah, like, we did. They lied to the United Nations. In front of everybody. Lied. <laughs> and got away with it. Well, I don't think they did. I think a lot of those guys died of guilt cancer. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of them, like, it, it kind of goes back to where, you know, you can go in with the best of intentions, but then they ask you, hey, man, here's this sword you're going to have to fall on because it's for the best of everybody. Yeah. Like, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> but it's it's your turn to do it. Nothing we can hands, do. Hands off. Sorry. It's all yeah. you now. Yeah. Oh, this was all your idea. Yeah. It's the nature of human beings. Law guys everywhere. Law guys everywhere. It's just madness. Mm-hmm. Madness. Well, I worry about this age group coming up because where the world's at now, it's a society that doesn't, there's no way they're going to be able to function. With the cost of everything, it's just. I have questions. What are your questions? All right. We're going to invite the kiddo. Kiddo? Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy in the car. Probably I have my pop-up. Oh, um, yeah, all right. Go, go out the door, and then there's a blue chair out there that's low, and it's really nice. To the, no, around, around here. Yep. Over here. The door? No? Okay. Nah, cool. well. Okay. Barn, apparently. Barn, yeah. 16, I was yeah. The, I was the same way. Just no, no forethought. I had, I had, I couldn't see past my nose at 15, 16. Not a chance. Oh, I was too busy being madly in love with my boyfriend to think about anything else. Do you think that kind of maddening love goes away as you get older? If two people don't work on it together, yes. Well, I, I meant more like. You get out of that. I got out of the stage of, like, having maddening love. Because, yeah. like, I can be obsessed with someone and be like, wow, that was, that was intense. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, realize it's an obsession and kind of, we're not doing that. Yeah. Because Reel I'm, back. Reel I've back. been there. Like, I've been that, that guy where we've, uh, you know, got a little bit too attached, a little bit needy, a little bit too much, like, oh, you're the one. And then you're like. Hmm, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you realize that too late, which is not a good thing. That's a very bad thing. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Well, there, there's just... <laughs> Hold on. Okay, God. All right, we're back. And back. And back. She's actually got a chair now. So, about this. So, we are almost perfectly one generation apart. I was on the very, very end of the millennial age. So I remember all the weird stuff. <laughs> I weird used stuff. all the weird stuff. Like my parents' cars had cassettes. I remember all of the. I don't diss the cassettes now. Come no, no, on no. Now. I'm not dissing. I, I'm all for it. I'm. I wish they would go back because I think that's kind of a cool retro thing to have. Oh yeah, people are. Speak up. People if you're are. gonna if you're gonna talk, talk loud. Okay. <laughs> well, you, use your are. Tammy voice. Well. <laughs> Use that inner Tammy. Use that inner Tammy. Well, Gen Z is a mashup of all decades coming back together into uh, one. That is a beautiful. I, I that is the best description I've ever heard. I've you, been wondering about it too. If you've seen um our high school, mm-hmm. uh, you would see eighties, 
nine and that mm-hmm. it's like a mashup it's really it's like the ultimate mashup at the Raven County High School what I, what all right so here's what I find interesting is that you're the youngest group that I can ever remember to be involved politically at like 14. You got views on politics. 14, I didn't give a crap. I hate politics. A lot of people do. But I feel like it's overly represented because of social media. Like, more people hear it because they're out there. Oh, yes. People are actually, have an audience. They have that grandstand. Oh, yes. And the teenagers have a very interesting view on politics. Just. All right. Speak directly. I want to know know about that. Yeah. Um. You can't do anything without anyone having not having an opinion. Like, if you say anything about someone's pants, there's going to be an army, an army Everything of is people social. Everything. Yeah. talking about that one person's pants. Like, anything that you thought was private before, never, never, never. I mean, everything, everything is on. Everything. What about those people that reject social media? They're just like, it's it's lame. You guys are falling into a trap. They're and still brought in. And you're slaves to it. They're, They're still, still in there. They're on video talking about the rant about technology on social media. Yeah, but using technology to do it? Yes. Yeah. But they're against it. They're, so they're against it. But what's funny to me is I remember, I remember ours was was like LGBTQ rights. That was the that was the thing. Whenever I was in high school, it was like, ooh, that's the edge. That's the edge. Mom. Oh, they took that and ran with Straight it. Straight as a myth. Yeah. Well, all right, so my it's thing like is... It's like a unicorn. That's so funny that you mentioned unicorn because I had recently had to explain to someone there's a couple of different meanings to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so weird. I've been corrupted. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's not a mythical horse. <laughs> There's so much that goes into that. Yes, there is. There's so much to unpack there. But uh, but that's, you know, what's interesting to me is that they're going to backslide. You guys are the ones that are going to have to pay the price because I can tell you for all of us that are almost 30 now, none of us think can take any of you seriously. Mm-hmm. Any any of you that are like, oh, I'm a leprechaun today. <laughs> that's, that's the attitude. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that it's like, look, Feel however you want to feel. Be with whoever you want to be with. And if you're an adult, do whatever you want to do to your body. That's my personal philosophy. My deal is is that you got to leave everybody else alone, though. That's, no. that's where we get into it. Because I'm like, look, you guys are going to have your own little secluded parties or whatever you want to do. No big deal. I wish you the best of luck. Be safe. Have fun. Don't bother me. Yeah. But when it gets into saying... No, 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 no. Not only do you have to agree, you have to like what I do. Yes. Well, look, that's not going to happen because what you're doing is silly. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but they've created it when they took away. There's no such thing as first. Everyone's a winner. You have to accept everyone no matter what. You can't disagree. It's all happy, lucky, go rainbow. <laughs> Do you think it would really happen whenever they kind of took the competition out of stuff? Where That's where it, was it started. Like, like, no, 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 you don't understand. You're a loser. Yeah. You lost. That's You're... where it started. You think, I wonder where that's, like, where that began. Because it was before me. Yeah, well, see, what I look at, okay, 
when I was in sixth grade because you're 10 years younger than I am. Yeah, almost. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, me and Logan are 10 years and like 20 days. I, I knew you guys were like almost on the money. Yep. Pretty close. 20 days different. It would be exactly 10 years. <laughs> Which is weird. So weird. But when I was in sixth grade, you had sports. Like, you competed. At the end of the school year, you had a competition, and there was a first place, a last place. And it was all in. I mean, we played to win. And now, Ooh, now it's not the same. I mean, I look at, even when I worked in the school system, I mean, you couldn't tell a kid, no, we're not doing that. You had to, well, I understand your idea, but we need to think about it this way. Mm -hmm. And sports became like dodgeball was gone. That's too aggressive. That's too this. Everything became too much because there was going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. Mm -hmm. And now not so much. You know, I I feel like there's... A reasonable thing because unless it's your kid that is getting bullied enough where they it's one thing if your kid has a backbone yeah and they can say look you're being a jerk I don't like you fuck off yeah and, and then they you know they fuck off like most of the time kids are just kind of stretching their own muscles anyway adults usually don't go around saying that though not really no because then there are adult consequences to saying that and being like, look, you might get away with it for a little while until you run into the person that's going to clean your closet. And then it's really going to get real. Because there's not going to be anyone to stop it. No. Most of the time. And I feel like as soon as you become like, oof, there's consequences to what I'm saying. You kind of tailor it to being like, yeah, let me look around, see what's to be seen. I don't want to be that guy. And eventually that kind of stops. But I remember even in high school, it's just vicious. Oh, yeah. Kids are the most vicious turds. Oh, yeah. To themselves. Like, it's it's not like they're in a different boat. Like, dude, we're all here. This We're all on the sinking ship here, man. Like, everything's going to shit. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the same boat, folks. Yeah, it's gotten ridiculous. And the way the system is now, the school system, there's no protection. There's... I could go to the school rant and rave, say my kid's being bullied. This, My only option, basically, is to tell my kid to toughen up or pull them from the school system. Well, I mean, what are the uh, what are the consequences for beating someone these days? You get to go to ISS. What's the usual term? Because mine was like two days. One. Yeah, okay. And then you go back to class. See, that's a, that's a very reasonable penalty. So you have one day ISS. If you have a second offense, it's three days OSS. Mm-hmm. And then it just counts it. I mean, like, as a parent, though, I'm like, look, kid, if, if you... I would have to get the truth of it because you know, everyone wants to believe their kid, but a lot of people are liars, and so you need to fact check it as a parent, I'm sure. Uh, but I feel like, hey, man, three days OSS, we're going to go have some fun. You, you beat the crap out of your bully? I got you, man. This is... This is how we're supposed to be. Yeah. And, and it's not like, oh, you know, you're breeding violent people. And like, no, 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 no. If you're going to enact yourself and and have, you know, social uh, sabotage, my kid doesn't have to put up with 
Because I'm not going to put up with that. Like, if someone has something to say to me as an adult, I expect them to talk to my face. Yeah. And if they don't talk to my face, then, look, the issue's not that big. Not really, no. And if they're just, you know, because there's always going to be people that die, that die, that die, that die, you know, Chad. Oh, yeah. That never stops, which I honestly thought would never ends. High school kind of ends, but that's just wild. Great. So great. <laughs> it gets, it, no, well, it gets better, though, because you become, oh, this is who I am. These are my people. I'm going to go find them. Yeah. And then you just find your tribe, and then it just makes it easier. Honestly, I hate people. <laughs> that's just me, <laughs> because I, everybody sucks <laughs> in my day and age. <laughs> Yeah, well, do you think you hate people, or do you think you hate the people that make your life miserable? Hate people. Not fair. People are great. Some yeah. of them are. You're going to meet some wonderful people that will change your life for the better. Yeah. I keep telling them coming after hospitals. Well, and, and well, that's, right where, now, that's where, like, college comes into play, because they will sort themselves out. They will find you. Oh, and they're yeah. like, oh, no, 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 you're part of us. And then you're just gonna be like, all right, and that's that's pretty much how adulting happens. It just, adulting. it's it's so weird. I mean, you kind of you have some say in what in what group you get established in, but eventually you kind of just sort yourselves out because you're just tired of drama. Unless yeah. that's your thing, and then you go with the dramatic people. people. Yeah. Yeah, high school has been different. So different. Like we aren't allowed to do anything. It's like field trips. You know, field trips? What, they don't do those anymore? No. Well, did they give a reason? As no. a parent? Did they say, like, they hey, look, stopped. we're trying not to spend money because things are tight, or? No, they just kept ruining it. Kids, so when you take out a lot of, there's not a lot of consequences. If you, if it's this thing, well, okay, well, I didn't want you to do that. It's a lot of that going on in school. It's a lot of one chance, two chances, 15 chances. Before there's any... There's no enforcement. No. It's like, look. So when they were going on trips and they're doing all these activities, Uh, it was, well, what can we get away with? But I feel like that's the kid's job. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Some of these took it to a whole new level. Oh, man. I remember getting up to some wild... Like, not me personally, but I remember some wild stories. Oh, yeah. And see, now with social media, they don't Uh, just do it. They they post post about it. Yeah, okay, so that's kind of dumb. That's something I never understood. I'm like, if you're going to do bad, why would you put a record of it out there? Oh, yeah, so it's all about, and they all try to one-up each other. So mm. if Bobby Joe over here does something really stupid and posts it, then Tom has to go and outdo and what. It. And it just is this constant thing. And I'm like, y'all realize this follows you. like Forever. Social media, putting something on the web is forever. Well, like, that's why, don't get into silliness. If you can help it, definitely don't get filmed doing it. Yeah, that's, like, the dumbest thing ever. I'm like, you're 16 now, that's cool, you've yeah. done something stupid, and you think that's going to go away, but it doesn't. <laughs> well, like, I remember all these people, like, and they would just, because social media was so new whenever I was in school, people didn't understand what power it had. I remember these people, like, I was like, hey, man, can I have a Facebook mom? And she's like, no, you don't need that. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Never thought of it again until, like, I was 17. 
and my profile picture is the same profile picture from when I was 17 on Facebook. But, like, I, I, I haven't updated it. I haven't posted anything. Besides Marketplace, I haven't used it there. Well, I'm one of those weird parents because they don't have Facebook or Instagram. Oh, that's so good. I think that's so good, though. The only thing that she has is TikTok, and she doesn't post. She just watches it. Well, TikTok's the greatest app ever made. That is the most time-consuming and addictive thing I've ever done. To where I was like, it warned me, hey, you've been scrolling a while. Maybe you should take a break. I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Technology knows. (laughs) I've been here for a while. Step away from the screen. Yeah, it told me that, and I I was like, I have to delete this thing. It's it's becoming a problem. I can't stand, I can watch like 30 minutes of videos, and then I'm like, Okay, I'm done. Well, you didn't grow up with things where you can swipe. Well, okay. to me, it's a serotonin hit. Every because they're only 15 seconds each. Yeah. And it's that. Oh, that's not interesting. Oh, that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, I like I that. I have a lot of cooking videos. So I like finding recipes. What What's your newest one you found? Uh, it's potato poppers. And you pull it apart and squish veggies. You know, I've. I've heard that it depends on the cheese that you use and it becomes stretchy or not. Well, and, this and like, is there's mozzarella. A oh, okay, so it's stretchy no matter what. I love cheese. I love some good cheese. I love cheese. I also love, um, here's the thing. I hate meatballs. I love meatballs. What? I oh, hate yeah. them. So her and Logan had a hour-long conversation about her oddities with meat. <laughs> And how you can have to dip our toe in that. that. (laughs) So, yeah, so like meatloaf is okay, meatballs aren't. If you took meatloaf and you put it in a ball, she won't eat it. Dude, it's in the shape? You just got some against spears? (laughs) No, I just hate them. I hate them so much. They ruin a good thing, okay? Spaghetti? Yes, spaghetti is great. You do not need like meat sauce to enjoy. Just, just noodles? Noodles just, and sauce. You just raw dog noodles? <laughs> noodles and sauce. Alright, what Period. kind of sauce? Like Because like, like I understand with Alfredo. It's like marinara, Alfredo, and pesto. But if you do the sauce right, it's good. But if you ruin it, you don't need protein and everything. Okay? I, okay, so I'm with you there. Some things need to be their own. They're just too much? Yes. Yeah. They ruin they And it doesn't matter. It, for me. it doesn't matter. I've even done stuffed um, meatballs and meatball mozzarella subs. subs. Yeah, no. Nothing. Meatball subs are deadly. Okay? I, you you I, get I, flat point, bread. You just enjoy and you it. Put like, that doesn't make any sense. Something brown on it. And then you try and <laughs> eat it. You know, it, you, there's. I'm sure that I have something like that, but I can't think of it right now. Philly cheesesteak? Philly cheesesteak is amazing. No, it's not. Some A1 and mayo? No, it's not. It's the greatest thing ever. Fresh provolone cheese. Mm. Steak, peppers and onions. Salt, pepper. Yes. A little bit of uh, vinegar. Just a bit of vinegar. And, uh, oh, dude. A1. Oh. Delicious. No. No. Hoagie roll? Oh! No, she'll call it. Well, are you also one of those that, like, eat the chicken out of the chicken sandwich? I eat the chicken sandwich as it is. Oh, all with right. With ranch, so, a 
lot of ranch. So ranch, ranch is your thing. Have you tried steak and ranch? Dude, yeah, I thought it was a sin. I'm it's like, not a sin. I, but trust me, I was anti. <laughs> I'm anti anything on my steak. If you cook a steak right, it should just be good enough to so. eat. Mm-hmm. Yes, but when you have steak and ranch, it elevates it. Honestly, it's like it cheese. elevates. <laughs> it, it's it's good. Yes. Do you like Cheez-Its? I love Cheez-Its. I hate Cheez-Its. I love Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its are the best. Yes, yes they are. They're it's disgusting. disgusting. It's I love like, goldfish too. Oh, it's the same thing. Different it's gross. shapes. Yeah. No, it's like if some if you held bread close to cheese, that's what cheese is. It's gross. And then toasted it. That's it. What's your what's your go to snack? Pringles. Like Pringles? I love what flavor? Pringles. Um some sour cream and onion. See, sour cream and onion, I I have not tried barbecue. I think I stopped at like sour cream and onion. I'm like, oh, found that, and then never bothered. Never tried anything else. What what was yours? Like, all right. So say it's like say it's a Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. You go you go to the store. It's like walking through as an adult in a gas station is a funny experience because it's like I could buy all this, but I'm like, I don't need it. Yeah. (laughs) I love Twizzlers. I'm a Twizzler girl. You tried the lemon one? Yes. Oh, those. Twizzlers? Yes. Oh, and they have key lime ones. Oh, my gosh. Key lime Twizzlers. Where are you buying them? <laughs> Mama, well, okay, so how I discovered them is Mama took the girls. They had chocolate factory. Yeah. And so they, one day in my life will I never eat chocolate again. Is if you go to Hershey's Chocolate Factory because it smells like chocolate. You eat chocolate all day, and by the end of the day, I'm not finding anything wrong with this. I have found them all. Anything. Sounds... Yeah. It, was it in Pennsylvania? Yeah. You go to the actual Hershey's? So they brought me back all these different kinds of Twizzlers. Mm. And I was in heaven. But now, our Walmart here in Clayton will do. They have the orange sickles. Ooh. And certain times of the year, they have the key lime ones. Uh-huh. It's just, they're good. I just love them. Do you want to know my oddest candy that I've not found? Any, there's one other person that I know that likes this. Worse than that. It's like the worst kind of candy you can imagine. What is it? Heart candy. The heart candy? That chalk stuff? Yes. That is the best I could put bags right away. I used to like it. That's what I would get when it would come out and be for like holidays. Yep. They're like better, but worse than flavors. Well, to me, it's I'm I'm a big savory guy. I'm not a big sweet. Like I like dark chocolate over the sweet. Dark chocolate is. I love M and M's so much. Now, see, I can get behind some M and M's. I like. M&Ms. I love peanut M and M's. I also love peanut. I get heartburn from the peanut butter. Like that's something that. No, not peanut butter. Oh, the peanut M and M's. I love peanuts and peanut butter and cashews. But not. There's not a shape thing. If you don't, no. if you like that and not meatballs. No. It's a good thing you were born in the South instead of, like, the North where it's all Italian guys and great gals. Oh, but that's the thing. She loves Italian food. But Except for, like, the Italian dish. Yeah. But spaghetti is not Italian. Meatballs Meat- are. Meatballs are, but spaghetti isn't. The, the marinara sauce? That's Italian. Yes. But spaghetti and marinara sauce didn't have meatballs in it before it came to America. Like, America. 
Yeah, that's an immigrant dish, man. Yes. We do not put meatballs in spaghetti. <laughs> She's really, like, she would starve before she would eat a meatball. That's so crazy. Have you tried, like, Swedish meatball? Yes. Not gonna happen. No. And oh, an sausage. Ikea Swedish meatball makes going to Ikea worth it. I hate um, sausage that you buy in Ikea. What's your most hated food? <laughs> That's the number one? Yes. Number one on my list. And um, broccoli. You know, broccoli without cheese is just, it ain't great. Oh, that sounds like bean sprouts. They taste like dirt. No, they don't. Yes, bean sprouts they do. are amazing. They taste like dirt. Why would you eat that? Sometimes you eat things because you have to. She gets them like twice when she puts in her salads. Salads are okay, okay? But you don't need to make them worse by putting dirt in it. No, they're not. So, chicken, it comes at most, it comes with chicken pad thai. It comes with about some of these. Right. And those with the peanut sauce and the, it's fantastic. No. Well, alright, do you like spicy food? No. Spicy? I like heat. Thai food? Fantastic. I love it. Who in the world is he? Logan, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I thought he would be at the gym, honestly. He does live there. I, yeah. But, well, we're, we're going to Google find out. But, yeah. they'll probably knock at my house and be like, hey, Chris, why are you home? <laughs> Sorry, wrong building. Try again. Uh, Speak directly to the mic and say like, that again. Like, you I hate what? Flower scents. Like I mean, lavender? Yeah, yeah. How do you hate lavender? It's like the best smelling thing in the world. I like I coconut. I go that far. Coconut? Yeah. And like, it's kind of sweet. And like right. coconut Coconut's okay. But the grandma scent. The rose stuff? Yes. Yeah. Rose and rose. And that's like every... I also hate gems at school because it smells like dust, sweat, Axe body deodorant and a mix of flower perfume. And when you have asthma and hate going into locker rooms, it's, it's like a death sentence. Asthma, asthma can be rough. Asthma, I, it can set you off weird too because like certain kinds of perfume, I can't like I'll smell it and be like, boy, like I'll break out in rash. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. I don't understand and how. You're all walking together in a big line, blocking anywhere that you could possibly walk around them. Uh-huh. And it's always the mean girls. Listen, so much. Why do you need to do that? You're not well, talking about I've asked like six times, and you're still not doing it? <laughs> yes. I, there you go. There you go. Get some volume I on it. I sit here. I don't know. I hate when the girls walk in a line, because can't get past and it's just all their perfumes mixed together. Smells like a flower shop? Yes. And steroids. <laughs> yes, I hate it so much. Well, what's the difference of going to your dad's? Because at That's my dad's house the... I don't have a wax warmer in my room. So I shut the door and I leave for like a solid two hours before coming back. Y'all give me a headache when y'all come back from your dad's. You know, I I think I've gone nose blind. In a, like a big way. I mean, I can smell some things. Like if I'm close enough, sure. I, if I'm right in it, yeah, I can smell stuff. But 
Well, I guarantee you, you would sell it at Ross Benjamin's house. Uh, well, I've been to Ross Benningfield's house. I remember. And I've met Ross Benningfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Love you, Justin. That's that is his name. That's his middle name. It's the best middle name I've ever heard. Rosh because Cuthbert if Benningfield you've never III. met Rosh before, Cuthbert is the perfect name for Rosh. This is true. Not going to disagree with that. One hundred percent agree. It is the oldest man name I've <laughs> ever met in my life for someone that does young man things as an old man. <laughs> yeah. I've never met anybody more suited to the name Cuthbert yeah, in true. my life. Well, another name that's popular in his family is Clemen. Clemen. Yes. Not Clementine. No. Clemen. Clemen. Yeah. Clemen. That's wild. It's huge. What? That's his dad's middle name. And a good percentage of the McCracken side have that in their name. Wow. I mean, how many people have Grayson in their middle name? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, I mean, I think that's probably the most common. Elaine. Ooh, oh, yeah. Maybe Roberta. It's like four. Right? Yeah. Four or five. Granny Roberta is the only Roberta that we usually refer no. to. Though. Her name is Granny. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> Granny who Roberta, Roberta. Is. No. Name Gra- is Granny. Granny, Granny Berta. Not Granny, Roberta. That's no. That's, 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 yes. Oh, oh. But her full name is Roberta. No, her full name is Maggie. Roberta is her middle name. Just say Maggie it. Roberta Hicks. Yeah. Name is Granny. Quit your sacrilege. <laughs> granny. I'll bite you over it. Okay. It's my Granny. And half of Reuben County calls her Granny, whether they're related or not. Well, she's well known. She does a lot of, uh, uh, the Lions Club? It's the Lion or the, oh, I forgot what it's called. Oh, hold on, Woodman. It's the Woodman of the world, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, okay. there you go. Oh, I was struggling. Oh. So it's like the she's, been, she's been involved in that 40 years or more? Probably more. I know a lot of the original like Valley Girls they would call them. There's like five or six of them still left. But... Yeah, started as the homemakers, mm-hmm. and the homemakers kind of branched off, so they created their own. It's like the Golden Girls, but for the Valley. Yes. Much. You know, my mom watched that show, and it wasn't until I was an adult that I appreciated that mm-hmm. show. I watched that show as a child. I loved the Golden Girls. All right. Well, who's your favorite Golden Girl? Like favorite, 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 favorite. That's not, that's not, where did that come from? That's not even go to girl's name. No, but that's what I feel like your name would be if you were to be Lena. I like Rose. Rose is solid. That's a solid pick. I mean, she is funny, and she's got the heart. I mean, she's kind of the glue that kept all the crazy. Kept craziness. everybody there. Yeah. That that was B. Arthur, yeah? Yeah. No, B. Arthur was... Blanche. No. No, Blanche was the know. other one. I can remember their faces. I remember B. Arthur as a name, but I get confused unless I actually saw them. She's Dorothy. That's Dorothy? Okay. I think Dorothy's probably my favorite. <laughs> she, yeah. You uh-huh. veered there on me. <laughs> Betty White. Betty White. She always seemed like she yeah. was old then, and <laughs> she only died like two years ago. True. But I think she's just that way. Because even pictures of her young still... It's like, oh, that's Betty White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just her. She was she was timeless. Yes, and hilarious. Without trying. I think that that kind of comedy to where you can make people laugh without trying is so un- underappreciated. Very. 
even in just in regular life, because I know that, first of all, I think Mackenzie Welburn is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met. She is, and nobody knows it. And and it's the best kept secret because she won't if she doesn't know you, she's not going to talk to you. True that. But as soon as <laughs> but as soon as that like veil is lifted, it she'll just hammer you, and it it comes from nowhere. It is from the top rope. And just start cutting you. And, and it just is like, ah, oh, oh, it's so funny, but oh, God, stop. <laughs> and she has a dark sense of humor. Oh, it's morbid. She, she can go to some. <laughs> oh, it's morbid. But it's fantastic. Yeah. Because it's just her. It's just like breathing. It just comes, it's just there. It's honest. It's just so, it, it doesn't care how you feel. It's not polite. It is just. It's just this raw. Is funny, and this is funny and it's, it's raw. <laughs> And she does it like it's not making fun of you. It's just this is the truth, whether you wanted it to be or not. It just this was, is. This is how it was. It's fantastic, and no one knows. Everybody thinks she's just some quiet, just keeps to herself. And I'm like, mm, no. Once you get her out of that bat cave, she's pretty. Well, she'll she makes herself known. Yeah. If Kenzie doesn't want to do something, there's nothing. You know, I think talking to her a little bit, I was like, there is sweetness there, but ooh, you hide it hard. Oh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, if you hide that, and you don't want anyone to know. No, not at all. If you, if she accidentally shows emotion, yeah, it is She She badgers off. herself. Like, she's it's, like... I can't believe I let it slip. <laughs> I mean, it is like, nope, that didn't happen. That did not happen. And it's obvious, like, she's obviously passionate. Mm-hmm. Obviously passionate. But don't. But you can't, like, peg her, like, saying, oh, look, you're obviously passionate about this. No. Because as soon as you say that, it's like, oh, my God, now she just doesn't exist. No, it is dry as the desert. I mean, there is no, uh-uh, I'm not showing anything. You don't know me. How do you do that as a sibling? Me? Yeah, as the expressive one. Oh, I just advocate for the younger one. You just advocate? Just yes. Say, and forces? we're both really sarcastic. So, we'll both I imagine say you teaming up on someone, both of you teaming up would be pretty brutal. Yes, we've done it before and in see, public. <laughs> and see, what's hard well. is that Lindsay is so, because she's on the autistic spectrum, she doesn't understand necessarily. She's very dry. <laughs> when she's being sarcastic. Yeah. She's just being, she's like, I'm not sarcastic. I was like. No, you saying that, that just is pr- sarcastic. It just proves that that much more. Yeah. And when um, they team up, they don't even realize it. And it can be the most embarrassing because they'll pick like at a restaurant. Oh, God. <laughs> and they're loud because they're Tammy's grandchildren, so... They project, yeah. Yes, so their whisper isn't even a whisper. And then people look, and I'm like... Lord, help us. I was like, everyone's going to hate it. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to spit in our food because my children are being loud enough that they can hear that you are dissing their Do you ability. mean that one guy that was wearing the dumbest hat to ever walk this earth proudly? What? Yes. Tell me about this hat. Well... He had, like, bleached blonde hair. Already a bad sign. And then it was, like, swooped over. Oof, the swoop. Okay. And then he had this 
dumb hat. It wasn't even on his head. Yeah, it's always like way past the back. <laughs> yes. With the flat brim. Uh huh. Flat brim. Yeah. Yes. And we both saw it out of the corner of our eye and immediately target locked. You're like, you're fake, <laughs> a fraud. <laughs> and there's they don't hold back. And if it's usually Julie that starts it because she's more outspoken and their child. And then if she engages and Lindsay is in a good mood and in the right, it just, they just amplify what the other is thinking. And there's no stopping it. There's no reeling it in. (laughs) There is no, mind your manners. It is just there. And it, there's no, there's no stopping it. It It's just like, you just can't put that back in the box. Nice yeah. hat, moron, and out of the corner. Oh, my God. Like... Moron. <laughs> nice hat, moron. You're the guys the kind of people that would get other people in fights. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The, that's exactly who you remind me of. And these people are like, look at that moron. Tell him he's a moron. And then some idiot would be like, hey, moron. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly what would happen. Oh, yeah. They've embarrassed me to the point that they made a person feel so bad, they went and moved their vehicle. We were at La Cabana, and they were moving stuff out of the store down past La Cabana, and yeah. they had parked funny. These two were in the car with the window down, insulting them as they're moving and like, where they're parked. Like, look at this idiot. Can't even park. Carrying boxes weird. And so the other one goes in and comes out with keys and comes and apologizes to them and moves their vehicle. We need was, people like you. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I come out of the restaurant, and I'm just like, I'm going, I'll be, I'll be back, I'm going back in, when this is over, I'll come back, because this is just, I'm mortified, (laughs) why, and they're like, it worked, he moved, I was like, not the point, well, alright, so I admire that, to a point, Mm -hmm. but because you're, first of all, a kid, Mm -hmm. teenager, Mm -hmm. but like, and also a woman, Mm -hmm. you don't have to suffer the consequences of getting your crap beat. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, some people just don't care. You know, equal rights, equal fights. But, but like, I have to watch what I say because I have a, probably a foot and mouth disease where I just say some off-handle shit. And it's it's not that I mean to say it loud, but I'm like, look at that big-ass forehead. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not even being mean, but it's like I'm impressed that someone... Like, someone exists like this. Like, there's these people actually out here in the real world. Like, man, you shouldn't come out in pajamas like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a certain kind of way that I just say some off-handle shit. People obviously hear it. Yeah. And they'll kind of give you, like, that, did I just hear what you said? Then I'm like, oh, my bad. (laughs) Apologies. (laughs) I, I, I meant every word that I said, but should, I, those <laughs> internal thoughts came outside. Sorry. Granny is the world's worst for that. Oh, she's getting worse. Oh, oh so it's getting bad. We were in Pigeon Forge, and I was probably 15. Yeah. And it was the low rider week at Pigeon oh, Forge. Golly. And we are going down the strip, and uh-huh. we're stuck in traffic. And there's a guy walking down the street wearing neon green pants. 
and they're like <laughs> the Junko kind of pants in the nineties that are huge. Those huge uh pants. echo kind of yes. same kind of deal. Oh yeah. And he has on a white shirt with neon writing with black outline, neon hair. He's got the gauges in his ears. He's and Granny without fail points her finger out of the car and proceeds to make fun of every part of his outfit, his walk, everything. And we're going Everyone's slow enough. We're going slow enough that he hears, stops in mid step, looks, and I'm just like sleeping down in my seat. I'm mortified. <laughs> because not only is she insulting him, turns out he's staying in the same hotel, hotel we been. are. It was meant to be. On the same floor, it's we beautiful. get back, we get in the elevator that night, and lo and behold, it's the same Jinko guy. <laughs> She's like, Jinko Jin guy. And I'm just like, I just, I'm like, I just want to disappear. This is bad. And Granny's like, what? He didn't want people to notice. He shouldn't have wore it. And I'm, I'm like, well, Again. It's peacocking. That's all that was. Oh, yeah. And if you can't take the heat, buddy, I'm sorry. If you can't take some granny, mo- like, grandmas just being, like, throwing down on you, it's not for you. You need to dress a little <laughs> bit more conservative. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way with, like, uh, I'm sure you've heard all sorts of shit with your hair. Oh, my God, yes. I, 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 whenever you said about the hair, I'm like, mad you, it's taking this personally. Because I know. That through certain stages, oh, I would have hair. You've had some like, but I can't. Chick Fil A is a no go. Ah, well, you do what you gotta do for that dollar. Yeah, you do what you gotta do. What about you've never dyed your hair? Yes, I I have. I don't remember. I've had bright purple hair. Okay, Uh, so she's. Well, I was thinking like, but it was highlights, right? No, she does. She's very smart. But it's like underneath, right? I've had it full purple before, not full on. Yes. Really? It yes. was washed out, though, so it didn't uh, count. Yeah, but Granny saw it. She had a lot to say. So, mm. my biggest family member-wise, the one who gave me the most All crap. before my guess. Yes. We have three guesses? Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, the most. It's it's in our family, right? It's yes. not the Whitmire side, because nope. I don't know. Our well. family. Okay, Libby. No. Oof. No. Bye again. Uh, <laughs> No, try again. She's the one who gave me the hard time about piercings, but not the hair. So continue. You got one more guess. One more. Steve. No. Dang it. <laughs> How did you not get this? Granny Roberta? No. Well, all right, but Granny would think it, but she would be like, I oh, love no, you. Oh, no, she and said I'm... it plenty. Well, she would say it, but it would be like, Maggie, what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> like, kind of... No. Yeah. James. Uncle James. Oh, okay, yeah. I All mean, right. he has come at me so much for my hair color. Think that because everybody thinks I'm doing it to peacock. And I'm generally not. I love color. I love it. I cannot get enough. And I think having color in your hair, it brings out other features. And I just love it. I feel more myself. When I have the peacock hair color. Well, so it's interesting you say that. I think there's a kind of, I don't know, I don't understand the stigma behind it. I don't know where this originated between tattoos and hair color. That has been a human thing since time immemorial. Oh, We've yeah. been drawn on ourselves and dyeing our shit different <laughs> colors. Like, it, like and, that, and that's just been 
something that people have always done, which I'm like, I don't understand the stigma behind a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah, well, it's Because like, it's like, well, okay, I get it. It might be because it's popular and then all these idiots are doing it. But, like, if you just like something, like, I can like a Ford Mustang and just because it's a popular car doesn't mean that it's a bad one. No. Well, and people miss them all. I mean, they don't get it. They forget what it's been. Just like, well, anything. Like, they're like, oh, well, gays weren't a thing. And I'm like, gays have been a thing since, you know, the beginning. Having things ink has been there from the beginning. Like, especially ink. Like, ink. It's nothing new. It's religious in some cultures. But again, that's not my culture. Like, I'm not a Pacific Islander. No. no. Like, is... this isn't representing my spirit on my no. body. It's just a cool picture that I like. Yeah. Well, yeah. And see, when I got my first tattoo, it's actually in memory of Toby. So, For those of you that don't know, Toby, how many years ago? Um, he died in 2014. In 2014. You were born. I graduated. 2014. Yeah. God, no, I not 2004. Four, 2004. Four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, no, Maggie, that's not. Uh, it can't be possible. Because <laughs> no. I'm like, I remember being at was crying in our shed. Yeah. So I graduated in 03. Yeah. I was in my college math class in 04 in February when I got a call and I freaked out and knew something was up before anything was said because Granny's number popped up. And then when I called back, James Stankel answered answered Granny's phone. I said, okay. What's going on? Something just... First of all, it's a weekday and James is not at Granny's house on a weekday. No. And I was like, and they wouldn't tell me, which made it worse. They yeah. made, which I'm glad they did because. Well, it was horrific. It, it changed my whole, my life from that point on. And so I always wanted to get a tattoo for him because my favorite flower is also his favorite flower. So we both are. I didn't huge. know this story. Yeah. So we're both huge. I mean. What's his, the flower? Calla his favorite is a yellow color was his favorite. Um, mine was always the wine colored one. But that was, Toby and I had this weird bond that not a lot of people knew about because it just, we just saw each other. We were the odd, we just had our own way of thinking. Yeah. Oddballs. I, well, so I, I didn't know Toby very well. By the time I was old enough to be around him, I knew he was doing it for whatever he was doing. Uh, what I've heard and from what other people have told me through just stories that we picked up is that he's always not very melancholic but very kind of himself very yes. kind of here and had a, a propensity to be sad yes. a lot of the time and he was very well guarded for good reason not saying he didn't have good reasons because the boy went through a lot in his life for the short but he was also the kind of cousin that when you were having that time in your life and you needed someone, yeah. there was no question. There was no, you didn't have to talk. You could just be, yeah. and you just automatically felt better being, being with there. him. Like, I can remember being at dinners and stuff and just climbing up in his lap and just sitting with him. You couldn't help but smile and be happy. You just 
even the kind of person that took it away. Yeah, it yeah. just it just made it better. It just it just did. And you couldn't help because he had such a free spirit about him. He marked his his uh, one weakness. And I just always looked up to that because well, it's such a rare thing for someone to be genuinely their own self. Yes. And when you come from such a large family get to this mindset where you have to be this way to be loved loved in yeah, that family. Accepted, yeah. And he always just held his own in that trait. And I just thought that was absolutely amazing. A genuine rebel. Yes. Yeah, just a genuine rebel. Which, you know, there's you can always say, oh, I'm, I'm a rebel. But if you have to say you're a rebel, you're usually not a rebel. Yeah. And so to have those kind of people in your life it's such a important thing, and I I, imagine, I can't imagine when that was taken, that yeah. it, that kind of shift in like, well, what do we do yeah. uh, now? Why? I, that, I think that's the biggest question anybody asked during that kind of a situation. Why? And it was a lot that I could relate to because I went through a lot of that. I went through the self harming. I went through yeah. the wanting to commit suicide. I went through all of these things early in life that not knowing how to deal with those things and then to lose someone in that way completely took my world and just took it for a flip and was a huge realization of where my life was going and where I was like, okay, it's time to just look at this a little different because you don't want to go down that same path. Well, I, I think unfortunately it's a well-traveled path. Yes. And and in, in some, what I find odd is that there's always a path, especially in families. It gets big enough, it's always going to have that again. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just a matter of like, well, someone is going to get missed. Like it's just going to happen. Yes. And. And it, it kind of, you know, it breaks my heart that, that anything like that ever has to happen. Yes. But it also, from someone that has never suffered that way mentally, emotionally, it's so hard to imagine. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. Because then you get mad. It comes from a place of anger instead of like, oh, wow, that happened to me. Instead of it coming from that place, it comes from that selfish Yes. And it's so easy to fall into that mindset when your reaction should be, why didn't anyone listen? Yeah. Well, and you go through, even when I lost Toby, I went through a stage of anger. Yeah. So much anger. Anger at why couldn't he communicate more? Yeah. Why didn't reach out? And I also got mad at people that I found out in his life when he was in school, that he had reached out to, that because he was a teenage guy, they just wrote it off as, it's just, it's just a time, it's just a thing you're going through. When that's not the correct response and the correct way of handling that, yeah. because his path could have been different, possibly. Well, so get, correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm speaking from the lens of a child. 2003, 2004, 
the science of depression was just starting. Yes. It was just becoming classified as like, oh, no, 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 this is a psychological thing yes. that happens to a humongous amount of people. And it was a time where med- over-medicating and under were a huge thing because it was, well, okay, so if you're having this issue, we're going to fix it with medication. And it was all brand new. Yes, and when we start the medication, we're going to start here. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it would just keep adding and adding and adding dosages to it to the point to where you're either a zombie yeah. or it brings out other issues like rage and you just become a very unsteady, ill-written person. And even now, so after Toby's suicide, in a way, it was kind of a blessing to me, very strange way, because when he is, when his, when he lost his wife, it's the first time I had a breakout season. At Granny's, collapsed, went through the whole thing. And I grew up knowing that I had issues, but they always categorized them because in the 80s and early 90s, you know, that wasn't a issue. An issue that right. wasn't a way you labeled it. It was just, oh, well, you have a learning disability. You have a whatever. There wasn't any actual diagnosis. It wasn't any of that. Yeah. So when Toby died and I had that and they started reevaluating and doing more tests, yeah. they found out that I have permanent damage from practically birth in my frontal lobe that has just set me down a path of bipolar Yay. Yeah, the, all right, well, I'll tell you this. Seizures change you. They do. I've had two. They're not fun. Well, I, I had mine because of temp- high temperature. I had meningitis. And so by the time I got to the hospital, I'd had two seizures. And they said that the, the kid that walked in wasn't the one that walked out. And I'm like, I have no idea the kind of person that I was before that stuff. But the kind of way that your brain works, it's amazing. Yes. Like, people that have had strokes and stuff, and they come out awful, and oftentimes for the worse, unfortunately. Yeah, having seizures, well, not only, okay, so I don't just have, I mean, I don't fit into the box of seizures, because my brain isn't quite, it's in a constant battle with each other, it's both sides are just like. With itself. It's in a battle with itself, and that is a very bad thing. I can tell you that much. Because I have to live with it. <laughs> and one second is all, yeah, it's so happy. To the next second is, I hate you. Go away. It's, it's a fun world. So when I had the first breakout seizure, which uh, Granny told me if I ever did that again and I survived, she would kill me. That was her philosophy of that. And then I found out that what has been my whole life is what my mom categorized as Maggie moments when one side of my brain is winning yeah. it's like it hits the reset button to start it over and then through that and like all these different medications and all these stuff they discover not only am I having these issues what's causing that rampant emotional thing is that I have bipolar and when they first discover that I have bipolar, well, we don't want to give you medication for that because we're going to say it's tendencies because if we put it in that, then it's going to mess up seizure medication and this. and So it was like pick one box. It's all they wanted. To pick something we can fix. Yes. Yeah. So then 
having the girls and going through rapid emotions and stuff that you go through being pregnant and yeah and it's just like my mindset and my abilities are completely different than what they were in my 20s even like to the point to where if you tested me my verbal skills are off the charts yeah comprehension and writing them down and being able to put a full thought is no that's a no-go and like, I think it's because like the, the left side of your brain, like the hemisphere, is less damaged. Yeah, it is. It's and or it, which, is it the right or the left that controls art and speech? Left. I forget I which one. Is it left that controls art and speech? Yeah, because right, I believe it's like your music, it's your emotion and your that. I think. Okay. I mean, I'm not I, 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 sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm such an idiot with that kind of stuff. Like I've seen a half book some time ago like you know you yeah. gotta read like four or five sentences of something uh-huh. and then you're like i kind of have a thought about that but like i don't i don't know a source i have no idea where it was from it's no just kind of, it's just kind of a gray area yeah, of just like, wait well I've, I've heard this before i know this is probably closer to the truth than not but no idea yeah i uh you know damn i did not know that yeah i mean i knew about the seizures I didn't know about the continuing problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've hit my mom's car. I backed into it. Um, so, Raj had a Nissan Titan at the time. I remember that truck. And where it had the backup sensor that beeped. Yeah. So, it was really dark. It was at Granny's. And I thought that Mom had already started backing down the driveway. Yeah. And the beeping of putting the truck in reverse triggered something so like what was actually physically there i wasn't seeing my brain was in its own it just kind of it kind of got a skip on a disc kind of thing yeah and so i had the i'd already put it in reverse and i had my foot and it's like my brain said there's nothing there so i hit the gas and i hit it i bet right into mom's car and and i was like they're like maggie what just happened? I was like, I honestly have no idea. And I recently found out in the last like six months or so that the one medication that I have been on for 10 years has actually caused more problems and made the bipolar part of my brain worse because the type of bipolar I have, the medication I was on was causing my down and be to be down and my manic to be manic very impulsive and very very like to the point to where there's been times in my adult life that even if I knew well okay you have this bill to pay but if my brain wasn't at its best we'll say and I wanted that pair of shoes I would have bought the pair of shoes and skipped the bill because the want part of my brain was overpowering the, the reason side of it. Common, yeah. Gotcha. It's like that common sense side. It was like, it was off that day. Like It was like, nope, we're on a break. We're good. Let's live life. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then I come out of it and I'm like, what Where just happened? Where did this money go? Yeah, what? Like, oh, I was like, like, I had one point where I actually, 
actually, Rosh and I were still married, and I gave him the checkbook. I was like, I can't be responsible can't, can't for be this. Doing this, no this is not, I, I hand this to no you, money. this is all no you. Money. And he's like, why? And I was like, because I was paying one bill two or three times, not paying bill B and C at all. Or I would completely forget and be like, yeah, I paid that. And then... Yeah, I wrote the checks. Like, I remember writing four or five checks. checks. And then, like, no, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why am I not functioning? Yeah. And then to be told that the reason I wasn't functioning properly is because the medication I was on was making my brain hate itself even more. Yeah. Well, isn't that the crazy part about modern medicine? Mm-hmm. We yeah. Were, I, I, last yeah. podcast, we were talking about how the health system just seems to treat with medicine instead of saying, okay, look, you have a problem. Let's start at the very beginning. Are you drinking water? Yeah, Are no. you drinking water? <laughs> no, they, they skip all that and go to so, medication. And yeah, and, and it's like, well, yeah, of course they are because they're drug dealers. They're not doctors. Like a doctor, I feel like, is like, well, look, we have issues. Are you willing to work with me on the issues first? Because if you're not willing to work with me, then you probably just need to go see a drug dealer. Yeah, a drug dealer. Uh, well, and doctors are now told that you can't doctor the, the you can't doctor the patient. Yeah. You have to go through. Well, okay. So the insurance says I can do this. This right, and it's totally getting in the way of patient doctor care. Yeah, you, I can do. Well, just like I just recently went for uh, some damage for my spine on my neck. Yeah. Well, I went. I did all these tests. I did what they told me to do. To then be told that the insurance said, you know, all this test and stuff that we did to be able to do this procedure, we've decided we're not going to clear you. We're going to deny the claim. We've decided that after you've done all this, we don't think we can. So we're not. And I was like, well, then what's the point of all the tests and all these hoops that I jumped through? To be told, nah, you're good. I was like, this is insane. Well, it's like, <laughs> for me, it's like, well... Are you a doctor? And from an insurance perspective, we're not doctors, I promise. Yeah, it's no. it's someone that doesn't understand anything with it. They look for keywords and context and stuff like this to make jump decisions over nothing. Yes. And my thing is, it's like it's different if it's like a board of doctors that are like, well, this doctor is obviously abusing this insurance policy because in good practice, you would not need this, this, and this to understand this situation. It's not that. It's, oh, well, we just don't feel like it, so no. Yep. And the code doesn't match this, so where's the no? Yeah. It's, it, it, to me, that is, you know, I, I lean conservative on most issues mm-hmm. because I believe in, you know, hey, fair market. Yeah. I believe that, hey, you want to work hard, you get the rewards. Yeah. I also believe, though, that, there's a certain amount of, hey, education should be free for everybody. It should, 100%. And here my thing is, as an adult, if you want to go back and learn about something new, you should have that option. Education should always be open to whoever wants it. should it. be free. You should be able to walk into any college class, sign up for it, sign your name as you walk in. You get credit for that hour you were there. Yes. And, and then you just pay the professors. Yeah, they're just they're there to teach class. That's that's it. Yeah, we but, put too much money. We put too much money value on things that should be 
that we have a money back. But it's priceless. That's the problem. Yes. Is that they realize that there's actually a, there is a price tag on this stuff. Yeah. For me, that's the issue is that knowledge is priceless and that it should be spread out to the most people you can get as much knowledge out there as you can possibly get out. Yeah. Because you never know where the next great thing is going to come from. True. They can come from some humble places, origins where you would never know that the this person is the most brilliant mathematician, but he just he was a fisherman. He was just like, I had no need for this math because I was a fisherman. Yeah, I have a friend like that. There's there's all sorts of people like that. that yeah, I have a friend. Okay, you know, did you have Miss Barmas? Yeah. Okay. So, Miss Barmas is a high school math teacher. Teacher, by the way. yeah. And one that you won't forget. <clears throat> I hope she's alive. She is. Oh, that woman's never going to die. Yeah. Focus. Focus, children. Focus. Oh. Um, so, my friend, um, Gramlet, who's a local country boy, and I do mean country bumpkin boy, or man, I should say. He's, he's know, a man of the South. He's, you know, he's nearly 40. I guess I should say man. But, so we graduated together. We had math together. Uh, Gramlet is ridiculously smart, like ridiculous. Well, Miss Bartmas, being a math teacher, writes math for, on her spare time. She yeah, writes. She writes the textbooks. Textbooks. Well, yeah. she had created a problem, and she gave it to us in class. She said, "Important to see if any of us can solve it." Yeah. Well, Bramlett raises his hand, and she calls on him, thinking that he's going to attempt to answer. Yeah. He corrected her. Her problem was wrong. And she, he, she said, no, it's not. I wrote this problem. It's going in a math book. It is correct. And he said, no, it's not. So she made him come up to the class, the board of the classroom. Explain it. Yeah. And explain it. He was right. Yeah. And she was so mad. Like, I have never seen someone get that mad that quick. And see, that's like that ego. I yeah. do not understand the ego. No. Because, like, that teacher-student relationship should be ego-free. It should be. like, be. look, if you step up here, prove me wrong. That's the whole point. This is where, this is point. how we got to where we're at as a civilization. Yes. Is being like, student, I'm wrong, come show me. Yeah. I'm old enough to admit I, I made a mistake. Well, but But not. if you're wrong, you you have to prove it because I think I'm right. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that that's, first of all, that's a lost art. It is. In school today, do they even encourage people to be like, hey, that doesn't sound right? Like. Nobody answers any questions anymore. You see, Nobody. that's such a, that's such a lost skill. Like everybody. They, they have to make people answer questions because we're all too scared to raise our hands. You think that's because of COVID? Like two years of your development just kind of. Well, COVID is also a thing. Because you know how you guys had like a whole couple of years to figure things out? We just kind of got dropped in there. Yeah, so education system with COVID, you were started off in a year at school and classroom setting. Yeah. To then midstream. They stopped. Stopped. And trying to teach students from a laptop, oh. trying to teach the same information that they look just, I'm an idiot there's no way that I could do that it just didn't it just didn't work yeah. and then when they started back school they expected students to still be students students <laughs> and to be at to yeah, know dude, and to do half it. a year where I got to sit in my underwear and listen mm -hmm. to lectures for all 
Shit. <laughs> You're not getting me back in that class? Yeah. So when they came back, it was like that year should have just been scratched. That should have just been. Just roll everybody. Just call it as it is and be done. But they didn't. And now these students are at this point to where even the teachers have nowhere to go because yeah. they're still posting stuff online. They're still everything is now Google Classroom. And there's well, no there's no student teacher um, relationship. It's all about here's the information, answer the questions, move on. Well, and, and like I understand that there there's required a certain amount of I am responsible for me kind of mindset. I understand that. Like you know, if I'm a bad reader, I, there's a lot you can do. You yeah. just start reading. Like start reading. Uh, you can you can do better. Like oh, you're terrible at English. Like I can't spell with much. I'm awful at it. My text messages ask Logan. He he's given up trying to correct it. Oh no, I can beat that. So you can't spell. Yeah. Okay. Not at all. So I'm I'm a terrible speller too. But uh, Julie here has took it to a whole new level because she uh, it reminds me of Toby. Yeah. Uh, she spells things how they sound. So you're just a phonetic speller. You yeah. just, you sound out. That's what you told me to do. Yes. Yeah, so, sound out the word and I sound out the word is wrong. So some of her spelling, like Amanda or that's a Elaine. Name. Yes. How'd you get Amanda? There's there's literally four letters in different combinations of that. Yes, but like, what is the one that you always mess up? How did up you spell? No, hold on. How did you spell Amanda? Spell Amanda for me right now. I can't. Yeah, make sure you speak clearly, too. You gotta move your hand out of your face. Thinking, okay? A. Alright. <laughs> okay. Stop there. And then M. E. M. D. A. Why are you this close? Okay, Not no. great. Here, Here's the better one. Julie, how do you spell bananas? <laughs> sing the song. Yeah, you gotta, see, yeah you, gotta, you gotta sing the song. But no. Yes. So, but she can't spell banana without singing that song. I asked her. I asked her. I asked her to spell banana, and she could not spell it without doing the song. Like I was like, it, it repeats itself. Like there's not a lot of questions. Glamorous. You know, glamorous. Oh, see, now you're getting stuff stuck in my head. Like like, glamorous. (laughs) When she's working at Chick Fil A and she's outside taking oh spelling the names yeah yeah no we're not even Michael Michael? how how would you spell Michael it's uh, I do M I C H A L again close but I I sound it out like a sound. And it ends up terrible. Well, and my thing is, is, some people just spell their names weird on purpose. Like, their mom's like, no, no, no you're going to be different. You're going to be Emily oh, yeah. with three eyes. Oh, nice. Like, <laughs> oh, you mean like maybe I M I L I. Like, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> like, That's Emily. <laughs> well, and look, I think as the mom, you have every right to spell out whatever symbols you want to name your kids. Because you pushed them out. That's your job. 
Like, yeah. you, that's your your reward at the finish line. You get to pick it. Now, whether we get to call him that, that's something different. Like, if you're unfortunately named, like, Zeflu or something, you're going to have to have a nickname. Well, we you have to. Yeah. Zeffy or whatever. <laughs> well, it's like me spelling Lindsay. I spelled it half. Y-N-Z-I-E. That's the only word that I can yeah, spell. Yeah, but. But that's how you say it. Lindsay. That's how you, that's. That's how I say yeah. name. All right, so I understand it within a naming context because there are so many different versions of every name. Oh, but some of the names she misses because of like four letter names that are like. How you spell Chris? Chris. C R I S. Nope. <laughs> Not quite, but close. <laughs> like you it's... get the point across. I would have almost accepted K better. K. K R I S. And like she. But that's how you spell the feminine. She gets it close, like if you look at the lettering yeah. and how it would sound, it makes sense. It's like but if, if you, you just sh- like glance at it, you're like, what Sean? name? It's like if you spell with it's on phonics. Yeah, how do you spell Sean? Well, there's H A N T. Yeah. Wait, hold. Exactly. S H A N E. Spell Sean. That's Shane. See, this is my point. This is my point. Sweetie, that's not even close. I don't know. <laughs> well, all right, so I know there's, I think there's three versions that I can think of. It's S E A N, Sean. S H A U N. Yes. S H A W N. Yes. Those are the only ones I can think of. Yeah. I mean, she, she'll take it for a loop. You, you're impressive. You want to take, I want to crack your head and be like, hey, what's going on in there? So, and to top that off, so when she was learned to write, she's a lefty. Oh, I knew it. I was about to ask. I'm like, are you left-handed? This over here, left-handed. So. I think I was supposed to be. Okay. So, this funny story on that. Supposed to be. Okay. So, when she was in kindergarten, everyone in her class was right-handed. Yeah. She's the only lefty. Except for her teacher and the care pro in the classroom were also both lefty. But my child didn't want to be different. So you tried to write righty. So not only did she try to write right-handed, she wrote with both hands. She would hold the pencil with her left hand, put the right hand over it to hold the pencil correctly, and write me. Wow. So trying to read what she wrote was a whole new level. And it wasn't until almost the end of the year when her teacher called her up to do a handwriting lesson and watched her write. Yeah. I was then got a phone call of, is Judy right-handed or left-handed? I said, left? Has she always been left-handed? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, she has. Yes. I feel like this is something you guys should have known. <laughs> what happened? And I'm like, we dropped the ball there, folks. And to this day, her writing, she... It looks like a two-year-old. It's bad. And she doesn't even hold the pencil like a normal left-handed. I hold it well, like a right-handed person. All right, so English is a le- is a right-handed language. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. There's there's no escaping it. If you learn Aramaic or Arabic or any Asian language where it doesn't matter which direction you go, as long as it's in a direction. A direction. Yeah. I, seriously though, like it doesn't matter which way it goes because they mean. Whatever, as long as there's like an orientation to it, it doesn't matter how it's gone, as long as they're in the right order. But the I thingy with the little dash that they do, it means different pronunciation. I can't. Yeah. I don't know what that means. 
Like this plant over the dot. Oh, like an ellipse? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all that's what that is. I think. You could be saying dog and rock. And they both have the same word, just different ways you can say it. But what language? Like Japanese and Chinese. Oh yeah. No. That's the the symbols and that stuff. It's interesting. I have a fascination with that because it's so alien compared to any Latin-based language. Because, I mean, Spanish, Italian, German, Swedish, all of that has a root in Latin. So yeah. I can kind you can kind of muddle your way through. Like, I kind of know the alphabet of it. How you say it, very different. But, <laughs> you know, I can you can muddle your way through. But then you get into, like, Greek. I don't understand. That's a hard pass. That is a hard pass. That was, you could tell that was like the first language. Yes. They're using (laughs) symbols and stuff. Yeah, it's just like X with a line through it. And like, God, you guys are just whack. (laughs) Well, we have there, there, and there. And which, which, which. And two, two, and two. That's only three. That's nine problems. Oh, yeah, but But nobody knows how to use them right. No. All right, tell me about the there. There? All right, how about over there? Which one is that? This is No. <laughs> but there is like that would be Yeah. How about that is theirs? Theirs? S T H E I R. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> that was closer. That's that's closer. Still quite not there, but maybe we're close. There. <laughs> We're, we're in the there range. There's yeah, two, so you have two like the number two, and you have one with one O and one with two. Do you know the difference? No. Has someone ever explained why they're different? No. All right. The two offers, uh, all right, so the one with two O's, I've always heard explained if I'm wrong, correct me. The two O's is a I am with you, I also. That's how I you explain it. Yes. It's, so it's like I too feel that way. Two with one O is like a two. I go to this place. It's a like it's an adverb. I don't know what adverbs are. Oh either. my god! Did you ever have a proof book? <laughs> okay, so I don't even no, know no, what that you, is. All right, in sixth grade, this demon of an English teacher—I forgot her name. She lives rent-free in my brain. Had this thing called a proof book. Proof <laughs> book. Proof book. It was something made out of cardboard paper that we had to have, and it was all the rules of the English language. It was genius. I wish I had it now. I forgot all the rules of the English language. And we would sit there and diagnose sentences. She taught it like a math class. She taught English like a math class. Oh, she did. Where it was like, go up to the board, circle your adverbs, your verbs, your nouns, your adjectives, your pronouns, Here's why it works that way. And it was like, that was how she taught. And I learned so much in her class. Yeah, about that's how why, English should be taught. Well, about why English works. Yes. That's... Because the language has a weird order. And if you get it out even one thing out of order, the thought doesn't make any sense. True that. That's why I'm failing English. <laughs> because okay. I can say a perfect sentence. I can write down a sentence. But it can be wrong. But sound right. Okay, so here's the thing. So the way they now have taught how to write a paragraph yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. 
because they want you to diagnose it as you're writing it instead of just writing it out and then proofing it and fixing the errors. Uh, they kind of want to self-check as you go. Yes. So, my sweet child here, that is not how her brain works. So, writing a paragraph that should be just a basic five-sentence kind of thing. Yeah, see, I was always taught the five-sentence thing. Yeah. Well, as a rule of thumb. thumb now, yes. if you can get past that, but more the better. Yes. But, like, five your minimal. Yeah. So, has turned into this where it is, like, this anxiety, overwhelming thing. Because they make you write it in less than 30 minutes, and everyone else is well, done. Is there, like, a, a paper? Like, if you have to say, all right, you have to have three paragraphs. You got three paragraphs by the end of the class, or else you failed, and everyone else is done, and you're sitting here like an idiot, not knowing what the heck is so, going on. So, I th all right, so here's the other part of that. I think that also feeds into that because then you're like looking around. You're not actually just worried about Julie's problem. No, she's like you're. You're then stressed out about how you look, how it is perceived. Like there's a perception problem. Oh yes. And then Absolutely. it just it, you're just ramping up the Fukushima level. Oh yes, and then that. it is well. Okay, if I do turn it in yeah. and I have this many sentences, how are they going to dissect those sentences? And where am I going to stack up with the class? And do I make enough sense in my sentence? Is my sentence long enough? Yeah. And I'm like... Am I being understood? You're putting <laughs> way too much emphasis on this. You need to reel it back. Just, you just... need to... We need to have a discussion about treating English like math. Because yeah. that's the only way that I, I could understand it. And see, I that, hate math, that, but I'm good no, at no, it. She hates math, but she's like a math whiz. Well, so, so math to me was... It's bringing chaos and in and out of logic. It's saying, okay, well, he, we have an imaginary problem. Let's go solve it. it, yes. it it's not even a practical application because I remember asking a question. I'm like, Mr. Blair, why the shit are we learning this? Why do I need to know? Like, I don't understand that my practical, because I, to, in order to respect it, I as a person needed to understand why it was useful for me. Yeah. Subtracting a number less than zero from zero itself and then adding back another positive number. And that Well then you get into imaginary it. numbers and then you get the square root of integers and then it's irrational. Yes. And then you can graph it all. And then it's just like, well, this happens in weird circumstances with uh, statistics. Yes. Which is something that is like what the shit do I need to know statistics for? But then it turns out, I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably that's pretty helpful because then you can figure out where stuff's going and how it affects it. And then, oh, well, that makes sense. And you can project trends and it's pretty useful. But but that first thought is like, that, that doesn't have any bearing on anything I do. Oh, I say, okay. And talk about Blair. How crazy is this? Okay, I had Blair's math. Blair's our assistant principal. Yeah. Well, he was my mom's best friend in school. Yeah, it's just weird. See, it's just weird that it's like no matter where in life he seems to still be well he is a dedicated educator and he i will is. say i gave tony blair some shit <laughs> he stuck with it though like helped me after class was a, a genuine help and i i appreciate that a lot it's like the teachers that you're like i know i rub you the wrong way but you still stuck around i'm like Shout out. Appreciate you. <laughs> I Thanks for been, that. Thanks for not giving up. Cool I could have been much more retarded if it hadn't been for you. But, yeah, no, he's, uh, him and Spiller's still running? Oh, yeah. Spiller's, is, is he superintendent or is he? No, he's the principal. He's the principal, okay. 
I bet him and Blair run a tight ship. Yep. I mean, just as... Well, just as like... It's an interesting ship, but a tight ship at the same time. Well, I just... I can imagine they're very like, come on, man. Shape up, or we're going to have to step in. Yes. Because that's how they were in class. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we... uh, Spillers, we did... We played Halo. Halo? In in Spiller's class, like that was our that was our project is like linking all the computers together and doing that. That was the project. Huh. We played we played Halo for a period. Like I did web design with Spillers and and logic gates and all that stuff. Like I I love that class. Blair was I only had him for a year. He's like never again. Never mind. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> works for me. Well, the biggest problem with teenagers, and I shouldn't say focus. In school, is... <laughs> <laughs> all right. She's we're gonna never gonna die. We're, we're gonna get into that for a second, but but I have questions. <laughs> like I've noticed with the, with both of them, is if they don't get something, yeah. if it doesn't happen right then, it's write it off. We're done. I give up. Surrender. I would just fail and move on. And I'm like, where did that come from? Because anything else. Anything else. If I told them no, sorry, that's not going to happen. That's, that's just not going to work. We're going to try it from 45,000 different, different angles. Yeah. angles. But the one time it happens in the classroom, where does it go, Will? Where does that, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm like, what is the difference? There is a difference. No, there's not. Yes, there is. I feel like no, there's, there's a not. pressure. There's a social too. With with your mom, with, with dad, with whatever. It's like, well, yeah, I can mess up. I can fail. It can fall flat on my face. You're still gonna have to deal with it. True. As as a kid in high school, I remember being to a point where it's like, man, if I was just a little bit smarter, this would be that much easier. Interesting. But I was like, I was gifted in like useless things. Like I was great at history. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I fell asleep in this dude's class, eleventh grade year. Didn't wasn't awake until the test was taken. Made. Like, a 99, he would not give me a 100. <laughs> because he's like, dude, I can't. He's, and, and, like, he told me, he took it apart. I'm like, did I miss a question? Like, what was, why did I get a 99 instead of, I like, you didn't can't. mark anything. He's like, look, there are people that take the class very seriously and struggle. I have to reward them. You slept <laughs> the entire time and just know this stuff. I can't. I can't give you the same thing. I just can't. I'm like, oh, well, it's 99, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, fine. <laughs> no problem. I, I, I wasn't upset at all. Well, the problem with Julie here is, like, with English, that she's not great at. Yeah. So she's just decided, well, if I'm not good at English, then I'm really not going to put forth effort in any of my classes. I'm just going to. I do, too. I see my PowerPoint in social studies. Oh, yeah. See, now, PowerPoint, she gets all behind that. All behind it. Why? Why do you get why? Because you can put all your thoughts in short little blurbs, and it makes sense. It just makes sense in my head because I can write down what I'm thinking, and not have any <laughs> shits for it. They're just like, cool, okay. End of that story. A hundred. I like that philosophy. The only problem with that is that's not how people actually communicate. No. Like people communicate long form. That, and that's the problem. problem. Yeah. <laughs> People don't, like, communicate with little blurbs and, and sentences. Like, yep. getting an idea across to another human being is the most complicated thing that another person can do. I can do that. 
you might be able to get them to understand, yeah. but the, the, to actually flesh out every part of that idea is not something you can do in Blizzard. Nope. No, you have to explain it, but I cannot explain it in sentence form. Well, no. I, I wonder what would be. There's got to be a work. There's got to be a work. If you're wow. having that issue, there, there's a, like a speak. Do you find ease at speaking with people? Like, if people genuinely listen, give you their attention, do you find it easy to just carry on a conversation? Yes. Well, I think that that then that's your answer. Like, because I like talking to people, but I hate writing down what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because that makes no sense to be telling someone that, writing it down at the same time, yeah. and then expecting them to not still understand it. I just told you this, like, two seconds ago. Alright, so then you alright, so here's the other part is that if you actually are higher IQ and just not living up to your potential because of whatever reason, talking to idiots is exhausting. And I'm not talking like, Oh, what's up, bro? How's it going? No, I'm not I'm talking like people that genuinely cannot grasp concepts. That that can't because some people can't can't. Like that their brain doesn't understand words not words but comprehension they can't comprehend and focus on you and their thoughts and keep the conversation going at the same time okay but one but one thing zeppelin <laughs> is that I a just, person yes. yes and yes that is his name <laughs> i die zeppelin killed their oh <laughs> poor guy <laughs> yes. but, and it is true like i didn't think about it until I started working with more mainstream AAA. Yeah. That um, if it's not a computer screen, if it's not their phone, yeah. a conversation is a little bit lacking. Like it's like they've forgotten how to communicate. I will tell you this: <laughs> whether this is good or not, whether people think it's funny or not, or interesting or whatever, this has been a gift in me being able to like actually hold a conversation. Because I was getting to a point where I was stuttering and, like, messing around with my words and could not string thoughts together. It was bad. Gaming chat got to your head. Oh, dude. <laughs> Atrocious. Like, it, where, where those blurbs, and that's how I was communicating and thinking, and that was all that I, that was coming out. And then I'm like, I gotta fix this. I was not always this way. Like, I need to be able to hold a conversation and lead it through different subjects and ask interesting enough questions and be able to be personable enough to hold someone's attention yes. for any kind of time. Yes. It's such a, so valuable. It really is. And the teenagers are like, like, I have worked a couple of Saturdays where it is the majority of the staff from day shift is, teen, on, yeah. is teenagers. And by the end of the day, I'm like, how are y'all functioning? Like, Y'all can't say more than about five words, and you've reached your mm-hmm. limit. Yeah. And I'm like, where is, how are y'all going to communicate? How are you going to be an adult? Well, I'll tell you this. Some adults, they don't know either. Like, no, they they don't. can't communicate either because um, some people talk in shorthand yes. because they've had the same friends for 45 years. They're the head of the house, so they haven't – no one's ever – like, they just have had to be understood instead yes. of understanding everybody else. Yeah. And it's a very, it's a wild kind of transition because 
there are some people where I'm like, why are you yelling? Like, if you have a question, just ask. But there's there's a need here where I'm going to need you to look me in the eye and be like, hey, is, is this going on or is this? Because I don't yeah. understand your humor. I just don't know you that way to where I get the shorthand. Like, I'm missing it. So I'm going to smile at you awkward and be like, oh, cool, yeah. man. And then go off on my merry way because I, I, I didn't understand the shorthand and there's been a gap in communication. Yeah. It's broken down. And see, it's so weird with me. And I think that's, especially in relationships, finding someone that communicates the same way you communicate yeah. is so agonizing and so frustrating. You're still trying. Yes, I am. Not going to lie. She's still trying to find it. But like, it's a lifelong. That is a lifelong goal. It really Several is. Plus. Because you can, you can put up with a lot, especially with relationships. Yes. I have a lot of patience. If I feel like I'm talking to a wall by like third date, I'm not. If I'm not intellectually invested. Well, see, and see, that's what I've learned. Like with Rosh and I, we met so young, yeah. and the communication as a teenager. And the communication of a 20-year-old and the communication of someone in their 30s aren't the same, generally. You're not a person until you're, like, 25. Yeah. So, Rosh and I's communication skills are nowhere near the same. Yeah. We, we just work differently. Uh-huh. And I think if I hadn't have been so head over heels, madly teenage love. Yeah. That I probably would have seen that sooner because... Yeah, it would have exposed itself. Yes, because where I have Tammy as a mom, who is... The masteress of communication. communication yeah. And Ross pretty much brought up himself, mainly. Yeah. Our communication aren't the same. Cuthbert's quiet. He is. It, I mean, it takes a long time to drag him out. I mean, until the last three or four years, we never spoke. Until, like, until I was like, Rosh, I'm getting to know you, and yeah. this is not your choice anymore. Oh, yeah. And see, that's what it was, dating him and being married to him. It was, you are going, we're, we're communicating. Yeah. This, this is going to happen. Yeah, like, sit down. And, I mean, when we first started dating, he wouldn't make eye contact. Oh, doesn't that kill you? Yes. That I mean, me inside. our first date, him asking me out was a piece of paper. Oh. Like, there wasn't, so yeah. I don't make eye contact <laughs> right now. I mean, um, yeah. and I was raised, if someone's talking to you, you have a tone. You ha- I mean, your eye contact, you're talking, it is a an involved thing. Well, it's a social, it is, for, uh, I was always kind of brought up to, and because dad is so good at it, naturally. He, he is. My dad is probably the best communicator I've ever met. He is amazing. Because he genuinely loves me. He does. Bless him, because we all, everybody else got to learn it. Dad was like, no, 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 this is, you are special. Because I feel like what Dad has always been able to do, it was, he listens enough yeah. to whatever you're saying, but is engaged enough to where it's like, no, no one else exists except Shane. Yeah. Because it, it really does. If, it if does. You when are, you're talking when, to Shane. You are the, the only person in the world. Yep, there's no, there's no one else. There's no other existing. You can be in a fully crowded, loud restaurant. And when you're talking to Shane, you're the only two people in the building. Yeah. Well, and and he, he taught me good conversational habits. And it's important. Mm-hmm. And where Rosh was lesser, and he's on notice it to his parents. 
it just was the talent of just how it was. We do the best we can. <laughs> you just do the best you can. That was the environment. That was the situation at the time. And I didn't realize it until, I guess when I really realized it's parenting. Because when I decided to have kids and be a mom, I wanted to have communication open no matter what with my children. Whether I was happy, mad, sad, whatever with them, I'm the one that I wanted them to come to. Because my mom and I didn't have that. I talked to Laura. I talked to Libby. I talked to most anyone other than my mom. You're shaking your head. What? Were you shaking your head or just moving? I'm just moving. You're just vibing? Yeah. Uh, she's in her own. She's jamming out in her She's jamming. Head. There's some music playing that we don't uh, hear that she's totally vibing to. So it's interesting that you say that because because dad was such a good listener, even if I didn't want to tell him something, eventually it just came out. Yeah, you can't help it. Though. I couldn't. No. Now, as far as having other people like that I just talked to, I don't remember being like having that adult in my life. Well, see, Laura was mine because, well, I was kind of forced on Laura. Yeah. <laughs> because the child. I mean, pretty That's much. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she had a crib in her room as a teenager that was mine. That, like, I mean, she just, she just kind of became my that figure for me at a young age. The older sister. It just, she just was. I mean, she's where I got the nickname Memer. That was Laura. I mean, she you just talk was. about another special person. Laura's attention is an interesting thing. Yes, it is. I always described it like an alien invasion. Because it roves about the earth. It does. And just picks stuff up as it goes. And as long as you're around it, it's 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 very interesting because a conversation with Laura is never lacks for substance. True that. Because she will just start dropping things on you. Like, oh, did you know that we're all fucked? <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> yeah. It'll just come at you. Yeah. No, she's just, and it, I, I love her for it. She's been getting to know all of them because I, I was never really around. No. Yeah. Other reasons. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. won't get into that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> family <laughs> matters. <laughs> but like being an adult coming back around, hearing Shane Welburn laugh through the floor and then echoed by Mackenzie. <laughs> back and forth between the two of them. Those two were a whole new ball. That's a whole new ball game. I would laugh just because it had nothing to do. I didn't know what they were watching or whatever. Just hearing that giggling from upstairs oh, where yeah, we were all hanging out in the basement. Playing games with them. Is because, oh, like, playing shout out. Kenzie Wilbur knows things like that. Movies that she's never seen, but that she's heard. Yeah. Shane Watts that are Westerns that she would never watch. She knows them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where do you store that? Because she's got a heck of a that kind of information that I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I can go on to someone else. If I don't file it away, I have a terrible recall. Names especially, oh, atrocious. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Now, I will say like where I've met them. I may not know your name, mm-hmm. but if I've met you, I know where I met you, when I met you. Like I can, but your name is what you're well, that's, eating, that's what you're wearing, like. <laughs> but not the name. That's why nicknames are so important for me. Because some people, their name is their their person. I was like, oh, that is that. 
And sometimes they get it a little bad. It's a little off. Yeah. And, and then it's like, hey, you're not a Robert. Or Bob. Oh, no, someone is outside. I have no idea who we... The car pulled up like two hours ago. <laughs> I have no idea who's outside. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> we're facing backwards. We're facing out. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. It's just always been... <laughs> the mind is a mystery. But I mean, just like, Laura has her own way. And mm. I mean, Laura... There, I mean, there's eight of them. And they're what so... A- they're just so, and they're, and the way they're broken up, because you've got four that are older, then you take a break, then you've got two that are in the middle, and you take a break, and then you have two that were like back to back. Yeah, the babies. And the dynamics of the eight are just so. Wild. It just, it's just like, I just sit back and I'm just like, carry on. I, I, just, I want to observe all of this. Whenever they all <laughs> eight were in the same spot. It was because there's so many years of history. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it was 70 years. For, oh, I mean, Randy was 70. Yeah. He was 72, 73? 72, I think. 72 when he died? Um, watching him, because I always felt drawn to him mm-hmm. as a person. I liked his free freedom. Like, I li- that was just something that... I, Besides all the problems, all the issues, that's not one thing. But he was my uncle. Like, yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. And I was a kid. I, I didn't have to be tainted by whatever the problems were to yeah. enjoy that. Like, oh well, you're a very different person than my dad is. Yeah. And I'm like two different people. I could not imagine. True. Very true. I mean, you talk about opposite ends of the, or they're the same coin, opposite sides. Oh yes. Because I would imagine. You know, my dad is not artistic as far as I've ever known him to be. No, but Randy had the spirit of an artist. Yes, he did. It was, you know, hey man, let's let's go and carve an eagle egg together. Yeah. And that's what he would do, and it would be like the most incredible thing you'd ever seen. And that's just what he did in his spare time on his porch, smoking cigarettes. Like yeah. that was just what he did. Let's just carve some glass. We're just gonna paint. We're just gonna do whatever. Yeah, he's just you know freewheeling hippie. That was that was kind of very. That, that was who he was, and I was like, so different, which I thought was cool compared to my, frankly, hard ass of a dad who was just who he was. Yeah. Dad just, he knew exactly who he was from the moment go. Pretty much. I mean. On a ridiculous level. I mean, that's, I mean, that's yeah. why he got named College Boy. Yeah. My dad. He was just, it was, once dad made up his mind, it wasn't, didn't matter what else was going on, didn't matter who talked to him matter what they threatened him with it was just no 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 you guys don't understand i'm in charge none of you understand no none you, of you you're understand. all yeah go away and whenever shane has his mindset to something that's it's in the books that's what we call it in our my little family it's like oh in the book might as well not even talk about it because I mean, it's just decided there's no, i mean there's no changing his mind there's no weighing up pros and cons it, it is what he has decided Good, bad, and different. It is. Well, I feel like he's he doesn't do things lightly. No. But he does them quick. He does. When a decision's when made, it, it's made. It's done. We're we're doing this. It, it was funny. We were talking. Uh, me and mom, we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago. She's like, it wasn't until you were older that I saw you, your dad again. And she's like, it just turns out that you're patient and your dad is not. Yes. <laughs> 
See, but I see. I saw it when you were much younger. You're the way I. Yeah, we did. I was talking. I was like, I think we're the same person, but I just take my sweet time doing whatever I want. Yeah. And then <laughs> And then Dad's just like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I mean, even as a small child, when Shane made his decision, the decision was done. He was all in, no questions asked. Consequences be damned. It was just the way it was. Yeah. And you're very similar, except for you have a whole life to process it later. No, you're I process gonna... everything. I mean, it's the whole de- the whole thing. I need to see this from every angle, angle, even angles that I don't necessarily agree with. I need to see it. In order to be making an informed choice. Where Shane's like, okay, I made it. We're good. But this very... is this is how we're doing it. Which, I, I, as a kid, you don't know any different because they're your parents. I mean, and even that's your cereal. Even your cereal. When I heard you on the first, when you were talking about your go-to cereal. Yes. I was like, that is Shane's voice. Christ- that, no, no, it's the same. Dude. I as, was like, and no. And as I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. <laughs> like, it's just, we get to the I same I mean, because point. that was his go-to cereal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Granny had a family-sized multiple box in the cabinet at all times. Fruity Pebbles. And he would come home. I can remember being at Granny's, and he would come home from working the dealer's house. Uh, he would get the biggest bowl that it would be a mixing bowl size bowl to fix his bowl of cereal in. I was like, are we eating the whole box? I, I'm going to make you laugh. There, There's a bowl in my truck that you're going to laugh at. It's my new cereal. And they thought I was joking. How is, why? <laughs> you don't need to eat that much cereal. Oh, yes. But that is my lunch and breakfast. Half a box of fruit. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Perfect start to a day. I know. I love it, but I don't need, I just need I a normal. I love Cheerios. It is the most old person food. Raisin bread is my favorite cookie. Mm, I love raisin bread. Yummy. Bread. Now, <laughs> have you ever tried the special K with like chocolate bars in it? Yes. The dark chocolate? All right. For as far as like an okay option, that's my favorite. I also option. like like honey bunches of oats. Also good option. Delicious. They made this stuff called O's. I don't know if they still yes, make they it. Do. O's was something that one of my buddies turned me on, but that is the hardest, crunchiest cereal you'll ever eat. Oh, I don't know. Special K's cinnamon crunch protein. That's a. It's. A, I mean, that's it's. A, that's a hardcore cereal. Like, there. I am eating it off the stalk of barley. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like yeah. it's rough, dude. Yes, that's what this. Is. I mean, you can put it. You have to soak it in milk for a solid like four minutes. Exactly. You gotta kind of, like pre soak. Before you've got to a point to where it's not as. Cr- I mean, it's still crunchy. Yeah. But it's like not. You, you know, can chip actually eat it now. Kind of crunchy. It's right. Yeah. No. I, they just. That's the only way. I love oatmeal. Interesting. Like, unflavored? Just raw oatmeal? Raw dog and oatmeal out yeah. here? She loves it. Dude, I that is oatmeal. wild. I eat oatmeal because I have to. I love it. It's so just much. a source of fiber in my diet. because And so for breakfast, it's like an egg and oatmeal. And like, I, and the thing is, is like, do you like yours wet or dry? Dry oatmeal? I like dry oatmeal. And I like wet oatmeal, too. Like, I like it on the drier side, yeah, where it's kind of be- like... I like the I like texture it of that more. Sticks on the spoon and you yes. Eat it. All right, so sticky oatmeal is the best because I like the texture of it, like the soupy stuff. 
There's like a whole gallon of sugar in her. Hey, some brown sugar. Brown sugar, like a little bit of brown sugar. Let's flavor it. This one dumps the whole container. I want to know if this is a family thing or if we're just wild. Do you put sugar in grits? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it must be a family thing then because everybody else I ask is like mustard, mm. hot sauce. Like, Why? That's just how they eat it. They'll eat it with cheese. Like cheesy grits are good. But that's not my first option. I'm like, yep, grits, grits is, oh, and not like the good for you sugar. Like no, processed no. white stuff that yes. kills you. That's the sugar <laughs> that goes put, into grits. And you yes, put some, some butter. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. And you put so much of it, it could kill a cow. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's, that's the correct way to eat your cow. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure because for the longest time, it's like, yeah, me and you are the only ones that do this. Why? <laughs> Why? Like, is this just something that we do? Is it genetic? <laughs> How? Because this is delicious. Like, what, should people know <laughs> that this is also delicious? It's like a sweet. It is more of a dessert. I feel the same way about rice pudding. Mm, yeah. Rice pudding is some very select. I get it very rarely. But when I get it, I want to give it away. Yeah. I, do. I love big wheat. Interesting. I do too. And I love big newtons. Mm-hmm. I, and prunes. Now, prunes, I can... Prunes are that kind of stuff that I can demolish. And see, when she was little, they thought it was strange because you have this toddler That's who was asking, old person food. is asking for prunes, and you're having to take the prune container away from your child because she's eating it like it's candy. Hey. It's good. And they're like, how did you? And I mean, it was like that with everything because she was the child who wanted the veggies and wanted to eat good. Like, well, how did you do this? And I was like, I didn't do nothing. This just happened. The child said that she wanted asparagus, so I made her asparagus. I mean, and they're both, Julie and Lindsay, are both very vegetables are supposed to crunch. There's that. That fresh kind of. Yes. It's people think that I don't eat healthy because of the way I look, but if you look at my plate, it's like veggies, have some protein, have some fiber. It's the portions that get me. <laughs> well, like I was saying, the first one, portion control is my nemesis. Because you want more. It well, tastes it's, good. First of all, I'm a, I am a... We're all tall, first yes. of all. Like, yeah. all of us are tall. And so... It's like, you need a lot of protein well, it's just like, diet. I didn't get this tall on accident. Like, <laughs> I ate some stuff that my bones were like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Let's yeah. go. Like, uh-huh. you know, I wasn't being peasantry about my food. And, and food to me is sacred. If you're going to have to, if I have to eat, I better enjoy it. Oh, this one, Julie Grace loves it. Like, food is her life. I love food. Well, it's a, again, there's, if you have to have something, you might as well enjoy it. And see, to me, food, food stresses me out. Really? Like, when I eat, it, it stresses me. In what way? Fixing it. Perfectionist. Prepare it. Okay. Uh, is it because of like of how it you present it? Or is it because it's like cooks it and presents it. Everything. Oh, and I mean, okay. So I was also right well, my dad was a farm child and there's six of them. There's a lot. And <laughs> there was X amount of food and if you put something on your plate, you better eat it. There ain't no meat. Nothing. So, 
I grew up always very aware of what I was eating and what I was ordering because I knew if I ordered something and didn't finish it, you're gonna hear it. It was there was going to be yeah. hell to pay. And then that so just cops. We don't live in the depression anymore. <laughs> yeah. So as I got older, it just become more and more of a stressful thing. If I order this, if I leave this on my plate, does that look bad? Am I? Did I waste food? Did I waste money? Should I get this? Is this okay to eat? Isn't that a weird? That is a. I understand where you're coming from, though. I also think it's a southern thing, because I, you see children in like restaurants, and their father or their mother's but it, like, but you it's a wasteful eat that. thing, though. Because and it just as a parent, though, you regurgitate what you did because yeah. it's like I don't know what I'm doing, like, and you thought your that. parents did, and then you're like, oh wait, nobody knows what they're doing. We're yeah. just all it's just... all like doing the best, and I mean, it's like you better eat that fucking boy. Oh yeah, nothing when you get home. I was, I mean, I brought stuff home like when the girls were little and they pushed the fit. Yeah. It was uh, waiter. Uh, I need to go box. This would be coming with us. We're eating it later tonight. I can't believe you do that. Well, that you paid for it. I paid for it, yeah. and I don't want my children growing mm-hmm. up thinking, well, I can just order whatever I want. I can either eat it, or not get it, and with everything. And then when I got older and preparing it, do is is this this be a par for the family? Like, would uh, this be an okay dish for Granny? Would this be... When we're by ourselves at home, and, and she's making, like, Tostino's pizza rolls, but they have to be perfect? No, you get... Uh, Alright, so I, I understand where... Maybe. I, I get appreciation and enjoy out of someone enjoying something that I did. Yes. I enjoy that. That's yeah. something I personally do. Like, oh, all right, they enjoyed the steak. Like, or, hey, that was cool. I'm glad I did that I made, thing. I made the prosecco cake because everyone liked it. Yeah, and like, and that's a good thing. That's like, you're why. supposed to get joy out of, of like feeding. Like, there's a odd. Feeding oh, people. I food. fed someone today. And but see, and it's become the opposite for me because I, my mom wasn't the cook of the like. She wasn't known for that in the family. Being like, there's certain dishes that Tammy brings. This mm-hmm. is how that. Yeah. So they just assumed that I didn't cook or I didn't do because especially when the girls were little and Ross was working all the time, it was what was easy, what I could put out easy because I was working, Ross was working late, and I had two small children. That's a high stress. So it created this such anxiety over food that it's just like... Suck the joy out of it. Yes. Cooking food, like I'm in there and I have everything down time to the minute to where... Pot A and Pot B come yeah, off within, within X amount of time from each other, and X amount, everything has to be, even to the point you're like, where we had the dinner on Sunday, yeah. I didn't tell anyone what I was bringing. They all thought I made it. And I let Julie carry I it in. I wasn't even there. And she wasn't at, she was at Rosh's up until the time of the dinner. Yeah. And. Like, Your food's so good, Julie. I'm like, thanks, I and guess. so I don't. I don't put my name on it because the moment I say, they say, Maggie, what dish did you bring? And I point it out, no one will touch it because they automatically assume that I don't cook because I don't ever talk about cooking. I don't talk about baking. I don't, it's just not. It's the preconceived notion. Yeah. So yeah. they just assume because I'm not like Laura. I'm not like Vicky. I'm not trying baking. I'm not bringing dishes. I keep it to myself. Mm. 
they just assume, well, well, then if it's Maggie's, it just had to be something instant. It had to be whatever, and it's not the case. But if I say that Julie made it, oh, I come, Julie, oh, I come home with an empty dish, and I'm like, you cracked the code. I have, and they're like, well, what did you bring, Maggie? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Isn't it funny how you? It's not necessarily that. I mean, it's a lie, but it's like. Guys, I, I just don't want to be with you like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to have this conversation. I just hope you enjoy the food. And if you don't, I don't want to hear about it either. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, to me, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like, I expect a thank you, appreciate it, and if you hated it, never tell me. Yeah. And if it is really, really bad, I expect to be made aware. <laughs> but like. In a nice way. But like, be like, look, this was awful. <laughs> But I'm also one of those that's like, hey, look, the Band-Aid needs to come off fast. Yeah, it's um, I, like, like, I don't, appreciate that like, you fixed it. Right, but don't beat me over the head with, like, <laughs> maybe we should try this. Maybe a pinch more salt. It's like, you might want to rethink that recipe. Or maybe just... Try something new. You know, try Just forget this one. <coughs> Move on to the next recipe. Right. But, I don't know, it's just such a stressful thing. Like, if they ask me, I'm like, I brought the drink. I got plates, napkins, whatever. Okay. I'll never admit... I contributed, but you'll never know. And they're like, well, Julie did this. I'm like, yep, she sure did. So you're just cool with taking credit that you didn't deserve? Yes. Because <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, I am. Well, she knows it. It's better in the long run. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot nicer person. I'm not as stressed. Because she gets isn't to that, enjoy her time, and I'm just over there. Isn't that funny as, as children that you kind of learn <laughs> the ins and outs of, like, this isn't my fight. <laughs> and so, this isn't going to be my fight either. And we're just going to... We're going to roll with it. Away. We're rolling with these punches. Like, I've found that out with even just mine. Eventually, you figure it out. Oh, yeah. And like, the older you get, you figured it out early. I was like... Before that, I was like, wait, wait, wait. They're, See, I was they're al- just people, too. <laughs> I was almost 30 because my parents, I love them so much. But... They've always been very involved in... They are social creatures of good fun. Yes. Yes, they are. And they're well-connected in this small, beautiful town that we live in. Yep. So, before I even thought of doing things, they knew. Yeah. And even as an adult, like, my dad and I always were close. To a point to where they kind of had to reel it in. Because they're like, you know, you are married. You can go to your husband, not your dad. And it was just second nature because he was my dad and just was. You know, I think that's okay advice, but no one replaces dad. No, that's my dad. And, and Or my mom. Like, look, you can be my wife all the live long day or my girlfriend or whatever. You don't get to talk to me like my mother does. No. And that because. No bueno. Well, and it's, <laughs> and it's odd because a lot of people are like, well, why would you treat me different? All right, first of all. We don't have a history. Back up. You did not first. You've been here for like six months. Yeah. I could have a new one of you next year. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. My mom ain't going nowhere unless I die or she dies. Yep. That's. We are stuck together. We, we bonded. Yeah. Like we figured out all our bullshit. Like we've worked it out. We're 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 yeah. on good terms. We figured out a balance of like. I will accept her criticism, and she won't act on her criticism. Yeah. 
And that's pretty much the balance that we struck. I said, look, Mom, I will listen. Whether I do anything you tell me to or not, probably not. But I will listen with a smile on my face and take it into consideration. And you will be heard no matter what. Yeah. And see, I've had to learn. My mom and I are very similar in some ways. We both have strong opinions. We're both very open. We're both very similar in those ways. Where I differ is I have my dad's ability to step back. I don't have to be that front where my mom is awesome there. Tammy shines on the limelight. Yes, she does. There's, There's very few people that kind of exude that natural confidence of well well, hey y'all good to see everybody knows everybody's names and all the bullshit yeah and And she has that voice she has a tammy on voice Mm -hmm. when she's oh it's funny because if you know her you're like oh she's here yes you you know that voice yeah and it's just like uh i hear her she's on the other side of the store but i know that's my mom like how do you know and i was like just you just know. You just know. know. <laughs> Tammy is here. I think she's in my thoughts. That's just my opinion. She knows everything. Well, I went and everybody. I ran into her at Oinkers. We were eating lunch alone. I'm like, can I, you know, let's eat, let's eat lunch together. And uh, we sat down, and it was just the most. I learned things. Yeah. I, I just sat down and listened. That's all you have to do. And I was just like, tell me more, please. I'm interested in what's going on. I am not a prize of situation. People do not come to me with their bullshit. For good reason, I imagine. Like, I imagine I've turned people off. It's like, you're an idiot. That's why you're in that situation. (laughs) (laughs) So. My mom hates that I say this, but it's true. She plays the politician. She's there for everyone. She hears, she listens, I understand. Shaking hands. And she that she plays that role for the county. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, walk into her office, everybody we went knows. to Texas, and people knew her. That's a whole nother state. <laughs> In case you guys didn't know, Texas is different than Georgia. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you can't, and she's never met a stranger. Mm-mm. And the only kind of people, other than like actors and stuff, that you're just like, hey, turn it on and switch, are yeah. politicians. Yeah. So that's just how, I mean, I can remember being at a concert with her and she walks up to the band and sits down and has a conversation with this band and they start telling my mom about their wife their kids they have this and i'm like who does that who walks up to a person that you met 30 seconds ago and you know their whole life history within 10 minutes i think it's a skill I, i i don't think any of that's natural but i think because it's difficult for me i'm like that's something I would love to have, because if I can get you going, usually I'll find something about it. I'll find something about you, but I also like to talk, and so, so I gotta like shut up and just listen. And I'm like, Mom, I wish I had it. I just don't have it. She's just she plays. People tell me things that I probably shouldn't know, but they do. I don't know why. Just appreciate it. Some some of us get known like four months later than everybody else. It's just like, yeah, this happened. I'm like, I'm trying to eat my mac and cheese. You're like, wow. <laughs> I was enjoying my day. 
Thanks for the interruptions. Did you go that way? But I, I mean, I I wish I was more had that part of my mom, but I don't because it's probably a good thing because I'm extremely blunt and the people that I've filter. shown like told yeah that's my mom. They're terrified to walk up to her. Maggie, me and you have the same problem. It's called a resting bitch face. Oh yes, I have it in spades. And it's not because I I was waiting on my last guest. The door was open, and they like pulled in, and they're like, "You look so mad." And I'm like, "I was just, I'm <laughs> happy. I'm having day. a great day. <laughs> Nothing wrong." And they're like, "Yeah, you just kind of look angry all the time." Okay. I'm like, "Look, there, there's nothing I can do with that." And as a dude, I kind of can get away with it. They're just like, because like whenever I say thank you to waiters and waitresses, they're like. Okay. It's it, I thought you were mean, but you're not. Yeah, I have it in space. Yeah. My mother's been telling me that since I was probably in third grade. I, it's just, a, I feel your pain. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I get that face at school. Well, yeah, but you're surrounded by bitches. I mean, I am very much, I am not approachable. People move out the way. I don't know how to fix it, though. Like, I don't know what to do well, to see, be See, even when I try to fix it, it makes it worse. Because then they're like, then you're not genuine. Yeah, and are, are you up to something? What is wrong? You're being... No. Something's happened. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. No, there has to be there's, a reason. There's something else going on And I'm here. like, okay, so we're going to go back to the rest of bitch face, and we'll just call it a day. I mean, when I worked at the school system, I actually got taken aside by the principal because she was concerned because I wasn't smiling enough. And was I okay? And I said... Last time I checked, I am. And I'm like, well, you just have this more gruff voice. You don't smile. You just, we're just concerned. I said, well, um, smiling should be, you know, when you're actually happy and you won't smile. I have no intention of walking the hallways with a smile plastered on my face. Hey, everybody. That's just <laughs> not going to happen. Well, to me, I would rather have genuine interaction yes. than, than fake it for even a day. Yeah, for can't. me, that is because I feel like I, I'm good at picking up. Like, oh, you're a, you pretend. Yeah. I want nothing to do with you. You pretend to be invested. And you're so not, and it's mm. so annoying. Well, it, to, <laughs> it, to me, like I would rather have someone that's gruff and just a, just breathing heavy and be like, okay, well that's, I understand. Sometimes life just has you that way. Yeah. And. I, I would probably rather be their friend than someone that's like, oh my god, how are you? It's so amazing to see you. Yes, and then can. just fake, just totally bullshit that you know that it's like, ah, you put this on for everybody. Right. It's There's... so annoying and it's yeah. so, and I'm just like, I just don't, I don't have it in me. And I used to want to be that. Like, I wanted to be the image that matched being Tammy Whitmire's dog. Oh, the, the second coming. Yes, yeah. I... And, I mean, I had teachers to this day yeah. that still call me Maggie Tammy. Like, they can't say my name without my mom. Associated. Like, it's yeah. just, that just became the thing. So, it wasn't until I was probably, new, I was probably closing in to 30. And I realized, I'm like, what am I doing? What's the matter? Yeah. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm not her. I'm me. I've got to reel this in and be me. Thirty's an odd stage. I'm all, I'm there pretty much. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, 
transition is fun from 20s to 30s. I tell you what's been pretty interesting is that I went from being like, kids just, I don't want it. I'm good. I'm okay. I, uh, I kind of felt like, I was like, ah, I mean, if it happens, I'm okay. And then I went to being like, well, I probably wouldn't be a bad parent. I can certainly think of worse. Yeah, it's like Yoda. Yoda man or Zach level. Yeah. I mean, he's just now becoming a dad. And it just, I was like, eh. I felt like as a guy, I'm okay. Like, if I if I don't, I'm also okay. But at this stage, at 30, it's like, eh, I wouldn't be a part of it. It's yeah. gone from, nah, mm, I'm good, to being like, all right. Well, maybe, you know, if it happens, it happens. I wouldn't be that. And so I'm like, by the by the another three years that it's going to take to actually get to 30, I'm going to be like, all right, it's time. And it's, it's weird. Like, it's such weird. Like, I'm closer to 40, and like me at 20, and at 30, and, and I'm like, it's a very different road I'm on <laughs> than where I started. Yeah. But I know myself more mm-hmm. than I have. Like, I went from being Tammy's daughter to a wife to a mother all at a really quick pace. Yeah. And lost me in the process. Mm. Or never discovered in the first place. Yeah. I put everything for me. I put schooling on the back burner for me. I put my, what I wanted to do as a career back. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to be the best mom I could be. Oh, and that's admirable. Like, I feel like that's a good thing. That's not something that is shameful or even bad. It's just, they're your kids. I mean, yeah. what, what? that's what you're supposed to do. And I wanted to make sure that I was a good wife, that Wash succeeded at whatever he did, and that I had his back. I had my girl's back. I kind of forgot about my back. Your back, yeah. I was like, and then I, the girls are older, and well, I'm like. If you don't have anyone that, that takes notice and, and performs maintenance on the providing of maintenance. Yeah. Like, if the maintenance department never receives maintenance, we're going to have problems. Yeah. Because then the things that are managed and taken care of never, they kind of fall down, and then everyone's, then everyone starts getting unhappy. (laughs) And then it just, it it all kind of, like, falls down. Like, that kind of balance is rare to find. Yes. And even harder to keep. Yes. Because, uh... I tell you what, it's a very easy situation to fall into complacency on one end. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, no, 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 I, I need to be challenged. I need to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, push yourself. Yeah, push, I need, push need, to, that. need to push boundaries, need to keep exploring, need to find wonder in life. Like, yes. life, my life is not over. Yes. I need to find some things to be excited about. Now, they might be different. It might be, like, one year, like, you know what, knitting is the shit. Yeah. And then it'd be like, I never want to touch knitting again. This is stupid. <laughs> but, like, having those kind of kinetic things to do is so it, important. It is. And that you enjoy. Not that, oh, well, my significant other is taking me along. And because they enjoy it, I enjoy I'm it. I'm going to enjoy it, too. Because I'm very much that kind of person. And see, I, too. I, I want to be, I want them to be happy. And yeah. So I, and then and I it's, w- not even from an enabling, like, I'm easygoing enough to where I can find joy in doing Whatever. a lot of different things. But and then come to realization, and I was like, holy crap. Who, who am I? What do I actually like to do? What makes me tick? I know what 
made Julie. I know what made Lindsay. I knew what made Raj. Yeah. Totally forgot about this aspect right. of it. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I missed some key things. Someone's leaving. They came. We never saw them. I mean, it just. I, I have no idea. That might be an ex-girlfriend. Who knows? Maybe not. I mean, maybe you're not going to walk out here speak on the porch or something. Oh. I, uh, I have no idea. Crack that door. I'm dying. Oh, it's Sean. What the hell are you doing here? Hey, buddy. What are you doing messing with my gravel Getting driveway? Getting stuck. Oh. Uh, Hello. Look. We're at like almost three hours. Holy cow. <laughs> that was great. I want you guys back. That was a long time. That was a good like that was a good time. <laughs> but uh I think we can wrap it up and go eat some dinner. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute. Yeah. No, I think about it. Food. All right. Sounds like a good Well thanks for coming. No problem. I want you back. <laughs> we'll talk some more stuff. I want you back. We'll do an episode with just the cousins. Yes. Talk barbecue, talk food. Enjoy it. All right? Sound good? Yeah. And maybe yeah. if we can hear me in the mic. <laughs> I hope I hope we can hear you. You have to talk into the mic for We're, the mic to I'm hear a, you. I will, I'm going to get some more equipment, too, as I progress into it. This was just a, oh, well, let's see what we need. I don't know. So, anyway. Well, all right. Well, peace out, guys. Peace out. All right. See ya.